Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, or to There Will Be Dungeons. If this is your first time, welcome. We hope you enjoy the D&D we're about to play. If you're back, you know what you're in for, so sit back, relax, and enjoy as we play our game of Dungeons & Dragons. Before we get uh, to the meat of things, I'd like to remind folks that we are uh, helped by the good folks over at phoenixbrillt.com slash TWBD, where you can find refreshing, uh, awakening, and sometimes sleepy teas that are based on our campaign. So... Go check them out. That's phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. And now without further ado, let's pass the mic over to Kristen, who will catch us up on what happened last time on TWBD. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, Fangs and Fur Flew. As Hope and Stanley dispatched the rabid rumpus, Varel and Badass T kept the bigger brutes at bay. And Nash? With missing magic, his job was to live, and live he did. It was a long lashing, but the weirfolk finally fell with minimal names. While the heroes lived, T suffered a toothy tear from the bear. Now transforming, he was left with the losers in a bid to tame his turning turmoil. The heroes were pointed to the place they needed. In it were secreted old sorcerers and wizards powerless but pushy. Among them was Tungsten Wheel. First order of business? Find rings that could restore the team's magic. Where? on the bodies of butchered collectors curtailed by a curious creature from the beyond. Now rejoin our heroes as they attempt to regain the rings. Will it work without a fight? What will they be for or will they be forced to destroy the demon? And should they have killed the curious coots before they possibly regain their own magics? Stay tuned for the continuing conundrums and perilous pursuits of space. All right, Bo, we hand it to you. All right, we find ourselves deep within the prison of Pentel Vice. Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines, Varel Rasphim Keurig, Valero Noth, a.k.a. Stanley Billings, and Hope Akmenos dash down a hallway with Yunyun Wheel and her uncle Tungsten Wheel away from the cabal of mages imprisoned within this place. So the party is moving down a hallway on either side or as a large archway where it domes up on the top. On either side, there are these golems that you've encountered at the front standing motionless. Uh, one on either side, as far as the eye can see, maybe a couple hundred feet down the hallway. Last week, Tungsten, uh, you had a conversation with him and he uh, had advised you that... Um, 
this was a prison for mages and that the magical abilities were suppressed for all the those captive. You learned that it was an organization called the Collectors that would bring such mages to a place. But you were uncertain or you were not told, uh, and it's maybe even no longer known, uh, what exactly their mandate is uh, or you know how exactly it is they bring the mages here. He also mentioned that there was a way to lift the magic suppression by way of a ring that the collectors wore. I'm not sure if it was him that told you or someone else. I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, and that he knew of a place that was rumored to have one uh, before the building fell into ruin. Or the, I should say building, before the dungeon fell into ruin. Um, he's guiding you there now. How big are the golems? Uh, the golems are 20 feet. Oh, okay. And they're like stone. There's these large stone uh, deals, motionless, towering on either side. How many? Um, if it's as far as the eye can see, maybe they're 10 feet wide. You know, maybe 18 or 20. If you had a rough estimate in this hallway. Okay. You, you gain the impression that they are there as deterrents should things go catastrophically wrong, but you, you don't know. It's, judging by their reaction to you at the entrance, if they were to perform similar actions, they might be released for, uh, you know, riot deterrence or something like that. Okay. I would uh, stop the party and turn to Tungsten and say, have these things ever activated? Not that I've ever seen. When I arrived here, this place was already fallen into the state of disrepair that you see it now. So if we fetch one of these rings, won't these all be quite mad? I've only heard rumor from the other mages and what they've discussed about it. Yes. They've, they have frequently plotted to find the way out, but none have succeeded. Interesting in that. And I'll glare at him. Narrow my lizard eyes his way. And he looks at Yun-Yun. Why does he glare at me so? I take you for a liar, sir. You find yourself in prison with many other wizards. Yun-Yun steps before you and says, How dare you! I do dare. I am capable of this daring. You dare question my daring? I indeed question your daring. Your daring is despicable. How dare you imply my uncle as nothing but goodness, heart? Then how did he get in prison? Uncle? And then he says, I know not. I was taken at night. I had a contingency plan set in place for the location to be stored in the Bank of Burp should someone find me. Your story will come to light. And I'll advance the party further. I assure you, my good lizard folk friend, my story is one of 
catastrophic delay. Delit and I had a plan, and that plan did not come to pass. I think you should fear us fetching this ring for my good companion here that you revere so Stanley Billings has many great powers to see the truth well he nods I, to you. I think if I can just say I think you know we have certainly encountered our fair share of liars and betrayals in our time and it is without doubt giving a nod to Varel, suspect that uh, this information is so easily obtained, though I think maybe once we see the foe what guards it, we might understand why, despite numbers and desire, they have not made any progress. And to that end, as powerful as I may be, and I thank you for that acknowledgement, Varel, Nash, I think we need to do anything we can to see to it that he gets whatever ring we find first. Whatever beast we find is going to have a much harder time fighting the dragon form of Nash than if I were to get my powers back. So, priority one, we get a ring, we get it to Nash. I mean, Nash, do you think you can dragon without the ring? Uh, I mean, we could try. As far as I know, yeah, unless it just gives me a headache like all the other magic stuff did in the last place we were in. That sucked. Oh, we discussed this last week. You can't. I know. Oh, we talked okay. about that I can't? Yeah, you can't. You can't use your magic items. However, they retain their magical property. Right, but I can turn into a dragon because that's DNA, right? Nope, it's, your, it's, a, it's, a, it's an object that's attached to you. Oh. A pacemaker. So that's different than my underwear, the DNA. Yeah, your underwear, your DNA is part of your body. And the heart's not? A, pa- a pacemaker is an object shoved into your chest to keep your heart going. Well, I guess that makes sense, because I can flame burst, and that's like a trait of my person. Okay. But your right. underwear is a part of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the joke, is the underwear is actually his... his Part of his personage is underwear. Okay. He's well, the first sentient underwear. He's first of his kind. I mean, if that... <laughs> that makes sense, then, then I would say to Stanley... Um, no, it's not going to work. The magic is dampened regardless, and this thing is not part of me in the way that my underwear is. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, thanks for the reminder on how that all came to be, Nash. Um, <laughs> John's trying to maintain a fantasy disposition while talking about underwear. Yeah. You know, underwear the DNA. underwear DNA. No <laughs> yeah. All right. So the point is we need to get Nash a ring so he can be a dragon, which is going to give us a much better chance of fighting whatever beastie it is we're going to encounter. If we find two rings or more, you know, we can share the wealth as needed. But uh, our first priority should be him. Not to mention, he knows the teleport spell that can get us out of here in a pinch. So. My understanding, although this again is rumor, um, Sileli, is that uh, the ring will allow passage between the floors of this place. And thus, inevitably, the exit. In the center dais room that we just passed by, there's a terminal there, stone altar. The ring gets placed in it. All right. That's we needed good to, to escape. 
there's only one of us, so I'm not sure how traversal works with more than one person, but the ring will be essential to our leaving this place. Well, let's uh, get to step one, then we'll figure out step two and three. I will say this as well. You mentioned that the why the reason might what might be the reason why the 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 mages locked here have not procured the ring in spite of knowing where its supposed location is. It has to do not with the creature guarding it, but with the ward that it is in. The mages will not wander from their safe area for fear of being eaten by the creatures here. And in particular, the dangerous creature in the ward that we're going to. They're called liches. And no one travels there. Now, you can't use your magic, but uh, you have armaments, yes? Yes. A foolishly short name for a powerful creature. Well, let the length of the name not be um, uh, equivocal. Uh, let you not measure the power of such a creature against the length of its name, Pharrell. Pharrell comes from a long line of uh, notable uh, titles. So he's- Forgive him, Uncle. He is noble, but simple, says Yun-Yon. Ooh. Does not... Not Nash, Nash would back up a little <laughs> from hearing somebody call Varel simple. It's not, not his fault. We sometimes have to deal with his brash way. But he is noble. As a complice, all, Varel. I don't know if <laughs> Kiss on the slap. Hmm. I'll continue walking in the party. Alright. Okay. And then um Uncle Wheel looks to his niece and says, My Yudyon, how you've grown. It warms my heart to see you in such an honorable position as the Belele Kuhun. She takes a bow, she bows. Let's get going. And Yudyon begin uh Yudyon waits for you to make the command, Stanley, but She's ready to go. Yeah, we uh, follow after Varel. Okay, very good. So you continue walking uh, down to the near towards the end of this hallway. Statues passing on either side, and then you get to the mouth. Uh, so the the passageway turns left, and that looks uh, caved in with rock and, and 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 brick and stone. And then to the right is an archway entrance leading into a dark hallway. And there's a sense of quiet now um, here. And uh, Tungsten looks to the party and he says, this is it. Um, Once we enter in here, we are in a dangerous situation. More so than we already are. Does everyone have everything they need? I mean, we have everything we came with. Well, except for one person, but honestly, we're probably better off. (laughs) I know not what's down here. I don't believe anyone's come this way in all the time that I've been here. 
I've never even seen these liches they speak of. All right, well, let's try and make a quiet approach. No need to needlessly fight everything on our way to the rings. All right, and we are going to bring you into the map. Now, the, the hallway goes down a short way before suddenly ending and turning abruptly to the right. I will now, uh, hopefully we have a map that uh, will work today. Uh, that's the plan. Oh, Hang good. On here. Let's take a there look here. There we go. It should be on the bottom right of the map. That should not be very laggy. That's the, that's the idea. Logging in now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see us. All right. Me too. There we are. I'm still Perfect. Doing. So the, the hallway narrows down to 10 feet wide and takes a sudden turn to the right. Varel, would you like to take the lead? It would be my pleasure. And I'll roll stealth. Oh, okay. Make a stealth roll. Since we're being stealthy. Does no. your uh, your scales can still change color, right? Because that's you. Yeah, he has chromatic uh, his chromatic <coughs> scales, and that is part of him. Yeah, I guess that's um, for baking and stuff. I it wouldn't help with me be quiet, though. I guess. Well, you, you can either no, it doesn't help you be quiet, but it, visually it helps. So you could turn to the color of the walls, or you could just go uh, dark, um, you know, black scales, and then you're not visible. In the dark, because the hallway is dark. The light you're seeing is emanating from Nash's vegetable peeling. Okay, I'll do a 17. Okay, so you get into a quiet mode and you begin successfully approaching quietly down the hallway. Um, the only light coming from uh, Varel. Now, Hope and Stanley, you have dark vision enabled, so you're going to have a wider visual range that's, range that's going to look just like light, but that Varel, the other party members are not necessarily seeing in that range. It's just showing you what you see. So okay. it's entirely possible you end up in a position where you see just fine and someone else is like, I can't see. So Varel, like for example, Varel can only see what light is emanating from Nash. Okay, so you make your way down the hall and directly to the left you notice there's a um, sort of a shelf, like a, like a you know, maybe a six, seven foot wide, like length by two or three feet tall, cut out in the side of the wall with the skeleton uh, laid to rest on in the side. There's nothing special about this skeleton other than it's lying there. Is it covered in dust? Doesn't look Human like it's been day. up and moving around or anything? Yeah, it's covered in grease and dust from who knows how long it's been there. Okay. Hmm. I would find that odd, and in our in our sort of chain of command right now, keeping quiet, I'd whisper back to Hope. How did anyone die in a place where they live forever? Uh, they were killed. <laughs> I will narrow my eyes and uh, inspect the body for injury. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't hear anything, but you kind of feel the whisper, maybe, of Union's uh, point being proven there in that moment. And it... 
sorry, what do you do next? Oh, uh, uh, perhaps a, a medicine or something along that to see what, what caused their death, if there's like an obvious break in a bone in the chest mm. or something like that. Yeah, investigation or medicine as you as you desire. All right, sweet. You know, three. And it's good. No signs of violence. It was a very uh, unnoble un- death, you know, very, very cowardly way to go. Hmm. For all you can tell, they just died from laying here. <laughs> I dubbed this place the Tomb of Cowards. <laughs> and I move on. All right. I, I don't want to mess with your map, so is it okay if I no, advance yeah, into the you room? You can move your character, and you should be bounded so that you don't move outside where the walls are. Cool. So it should prevent you from doing that. I would recommend not throwing your token way ahead, as generally speaking, because I would count that as you moving there, maybe, unless, you know. That they caught, I would come up, so I would move carefully, only where you, you, you're sure you want to move to. Okay, there seems like there's some rubble here, so I'd like to stealthfully make my way over the rubble, and then just plant myself, even though I can't see, kind of in the room, just eyes wide, mm-hmm. so that I'm the target should anything go weird. But Why still don't stealthy. we uh, have Nash follow directly behind Varel, so that he has the benefit of the light? Nash hasn't made a stealth roll, so... I can going to do a stealth roll? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, it'd be great if D&D Beyond didn't just crash. Hold on. Oh, I think maybe one of us can give you at least the roll while you get that up. Um, it'll only take a second. Let's see. Yeah, there we go. And, All right. And I will need to hear from you, like, because you can't just make a stealth roll, uh, you know, what you're doing to be stealthy. Okay. Now, are you, are you just crawling on all fours? Or are you just walking quietly um, Walk, just to, to get a sense of walking very quietly tiptoeing in my robes okay. like a proper sorcerer should um and my role is a 17 okay perfect like well, tip- lovers do. <laughs> <laughs> you are um successfully walking very quietly behind nash i sort of picture you doing the whole hands up thing and the behind know, nash oh behind uh, yeah a little bit, um, and you, you make your way behind Nash and bring the bring, you bring your light with you. So if you move your token behind Nash or behind Vorel, uh, oh, your okay. light will approach yeah. along with you. Now I get it. All right, and, there I am. Yeah, and now with, Valir with, is going to take up the rear to keep an eye behind them with the dark vision to make sure nobody follows. Okay, perfect. So I will also be being stealthy, sticking to shadows and whatnot. So I'll roll a stealth. And it's an 18 just to one up Nash. All right. Damn. So, Literally. Uh, you, you, you slink into whatever shadow you can find uh, away at, from Nash's light and uh, stand there. Um, there's still not a lot of room for everyone to go. So, uh, Tungsten and, and Union still hang back a little bit. Um, now, uh, Varel, you enter into this room. It's a small uh, 15 by 15 room with an exit to your left. Uh, to the right, there's a small stairwell leading to a riser, and you see a sarcophagus, a stone sarcophagus, just sitting there. Uh, the room is otherwise bare. Hmm. I'd like to make my way up the stairs and kind of inspect this sarcophagus. Okay. Um, you take a close look. It's made of stone. Uh, it is looks it's very old and looks in, in a state of disrepair 
Is it openable? Uh, you could. Yes, it looks like the lid could be lifted. Mm, but I bet there'd be a lot of that's so. Well, I mean, you don't hear anything. There's no noise, no indication of anything. But Varel's suspicious. It's up to Varel. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll maintain the stealth, but I, I'm at maximum curiosity about why there's tombs in a prison. So I will, I will look back to Nash, and I will point at the sarcophagus, and then point at my head. And then do kind of like a baby gesture, but flip it over. <laughs> he says and then, he's dead inside, like an upside-down baby. Um, I know what you mean, but I don't think Nash would get it from those symbols or from those signals. I don't think he would know what you were getting at. So Nash will say, what? <laughs> he'll whisper it very quietly, very stealthily he'll whisper that. Put my, put my finger in front of my long lizard's <laughs> nose. And I'll do the same exact thing again. <laughs> I'll say, I, I don't understand. What do you want to do? I'll mouth, get Stanley. <laughs> oh, I'll pick that up. I'll say, oh, okay. I'll kind of look around. Can I see Stanley with my... Just have hope right behind you. Oh, hope's yeah. right there. Okay, I'd say. Nash, what do you need? I guess Pharrell needs Stanley. I don't hope know. will turn. I don't know why. <laughs> hope will reach forward through Nash and tap Pharrell's shoulder. Pharrell, why do you need Stanley? And then I'll do the exact same thing with body. Rockin' baby. Over. Uh, Hope will turn around and try and make eye contact with Stanley. And as soon as she has eye contact, she'll point back to the body, to her head, and then make the baby rocking noise, and then shrug. And kind of motion for him to come up. Aurel found a baby? I don't know. Stanley will <laughs> creep forward. Can I get past everybody? Um, no, it's, it's it's five feet wide. It's there. I mean, you can squeeze through for sure, but you right. you know, you'd, if someone would have to like hug the wall, and then you'd have to squeeze through. Right. Stanley will squeeze through and come right up to Varel. <laughs> what did you find? I found a large tub. Oh. Can I hear this while they're talking? Do you think we should open it? Yeah. I can't hear it? No? No. Okay. Why are there stone tubs in a prison? Good question. Why don't we open it and find out? Yeah. Stanley will draw his sword and just kind of point at the tub point at the sword and then like aim it like you open it I'll stab it alright I'm gonna stealthily as best I can lift the lid alright athletics check alright it is heavy 12 
All right, you are only able to nudge it a little bit. It's very heavy bit piece of stone, pure stone on the top of it. You do manage to nudge it and move it, but you'll need more strength. Maybe some help. Mm. There's the sound, of course, of stone shifting on stone. Stanley, seeing Varel struggle, will come over to help shove the the thing. Okay. All right, make another roll with advantage. All right. 28. Stanley strength. He's not that strong, but you felt motivated, I guess. <clears throat> All right, so Stanley, you get on the other side of it and attempt to help him, and with your little bit of additional strength and um, Pharrell's renewed effort, uh, it's difficult to lift up. It doesn't almost make sense to lift up because potentially your fingers could get snapped under it. Um, so, But you are able to shift it and uh, shift the stone, and then it's going to slide down off of it. Do you want to make let it go into the ground? Because you won't be able to... It's it's a heavy ass boulder. Wait, could, could I do this like um like you know solo lifting a couch where you kind of lean into it so you've only got one half of the couch up and the other half is leaning on the other side? Okay, okay, let's do that with, with your eighteen. Hang on, let me let me let uh, me twenty eight. Let me. 28. Oh, you got twenty eight. Oh, oh, oh! I heard eighteen. Oh, oh. no, you lift that sucker up. Oh my god, it's twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no problem. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to. That's appropriate well outcome for appropriate uh, DC. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're good. Um, you, you lift it right up. Then you want to lift it like a car hood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, perfect. Then yeah, it, it, you lift it right up and you peer in, and inside, um, you see there's a, a skeleton inside, but this one is curiously dressed like Nash. Uh, not without the robe, but uh, he has a fair amount of what looks like maybe somebody was trying to heal him. There's like these white wraps. Uh, on his body, um, covering the skeleton. That is, it's a mostly a desiccated, withered-looking corpse, near skeleton state, uh, chewy flesh or, or you know rotted flesh all over it. And um, yeah, he's dressed like Nash with all these bandages on him. I want to check his hands, see if he has any rings on. Uh, the corpse. Okay. Yeah. You have a look at the corpse, and there's no rings on it. All right. No Elden rings. No oil Nat- rings. That's what I'm Nash would see me kind of lean around my own arms and give him big eyes of shock. I would face, but you know, long. I would not know what he's doing that for, so I would just sort of be a frozen there. Like And it's your vegetable peeling is casting these harsh shadows on his face, so when he makes that face it looks really scary. Yeah. <laughs> I think if he's looking at me that way, I would I'd take that as a cue to move forward. So I would try to stealthily move just to be in the room with them closer. Yep. So I'd get into like here. Sure. And I'd go, what? <laughs> it's you. It's or dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Stanley will move aside so uh, Nash can properly see himself oh i guess that's off the platform i i yeah. hop down i mean we don't need to micromanage the pieces that much everyone's like i'm standing in this part of the room and i'm standing in the you know we can yeah. all right well i'll come up <laughs> there and i'll peer over what you what the hubbub's about and i'll say that's not me i'm me but it is dressed like you yeah but i'm right here <laughs> 
that might be an, another Nash, but I'm the Na- I'm the Nash right now. Oh, <laughs> same, well, then- same as if you're the Varel. Even if we found a lizard in there, it wouldn't it wouldn't have to be you? It'd just be another lizard guy that looks like you. Then these are yours. Do you want anything? Welcome to There Will Be Dungeons ASMR episode. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me tr- look. And so I'll 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 swap places with him very quietly and look in there and see if there's anything. Uh, you I'd- can't swap places with him because he's holding up the sarcophagus. Oh, he's uh, doing okay. Then I will. We got we got full lizard muscle uh, holding this thing up here. I right. would duck under, but just, you could uh, you could you could duck under it and hopefully it doesn't drop it on your head. Yeah, your that'd be off. great. You're not going to do some kind of sustaining roll or something, are you? If I do that, no, 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 <laughs> okay. no, no, no. He, he's got he's he has it in hand. Not unless something happens, like you tickle him, then you're in shit. All right, so don't I, do that. I definitely won't do that. I will uh, lean in, and my uh, with one hand, I'll kind of just you know lift the wrist, see if he's holding anything. The little hand might dig around up north near where the neck is. Up north. <laughs> up it's north. A, it's, a, it's, it's a desiccated corpse. Like it looks, it's nearly bone. Uh, it's like rotten, like solid, rigor mortis, like of thousands of years flesh. Like just in some cases, even when you touch flesh, like it just poof pops into dust. And do I see? Do it. I see or find anything that looks either a value, a magical value of any sort of value? There's that, that, nothing but the corpse in here, wrapped in bandages. And, and if like I bandages themselves too, it's not like they're nice bandage. Like they're also like old. Like you maybe even like brush your hand against the bandage and it splits into three little flakes and just falls down. I'll I'll whisper the following. I'll say I don't look this bad. I take that as a kind of a rude thing to say. And then I'll take <laughs> I'll take um, a finger bone from the corpse and put put it in my pocket. You're already playing Elden Ring. You just don't know it. Well, you're gonna break off a finger and take it. Well, I assume the joints. If the joints are are yeah, desecrated, snap, I should like be able to snappable. snack it. it yeah, yeah just yeah, take a little yeah. finger, like a forefinger. All right, let's make a um, medicine check to make sure you don't uh, annihilate the whole finger when you take it off. It's like a wishbone, you know. You got You got to still got to break it off properly. All right, here we go. Uh, that is a 19 total on that roll. Yeah, you do a great job. Break it off. Right. Do you want the knuckle or do you just want the uh, the without the knuckle? Just the... Uh, <laughs> if the knuckle's saying. there, great. If there's no knuckle, I don't care. I just want part yeah, of it. all the details, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> all right, make sure you... Know, like, he's got a note in his inventory. Who knows what it'll end up being after that's, he does That's it. true. I you might want to use that knuckle later, and we're going to need to know if he kept it or not. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, yeah, point, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna write. This uh, yeah, so now. put a uh, corpse finger in your, uh, you know, corpse. thousand year old corpse finger in your in your inventory, please. Finger one thousand years old. Okay, it's in. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, you now have a corpse finger. Sweet, you guys. It's probably just a mummy. There's a lot of dead things in here. It seems. Yeah, Varel thinks it looks like me. Just keep well yes you look like a mummy too <laughs> you generally dress like a mummy <laughs> Nash isn't very offended by that it's fine he knows he looks bad I'm waiting four years for this moment yeah we're looking for rings and that's it okay let's let's go okay for help put it down softly quietly I would like to do that 
Okay. You place it down softly and gently uh, as best you can, but yeah. And it makes just a little, like a little stone on stone as you let it go, but not very loud. Well done. I'll scoot by Nash, say, congrats on motherhood, (laughs) and continue to the front. Zarel doesn't know what a mummy is. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a mummy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Quality. Oh, that was good. All right. I'll let uh, Varel take back the lead and I'll wait for Union and Tungsten to pass yeah. once again, taking so up the rear. There is an eastern entrance that Varel moves to. And uh, Varel, you notice that um, down the hallway, there are more of these like installations on the left and right where there are corpses, four in total, leading towards the end of the hall, which then turns left that you can kind of make out in the darkness. Um, uh, yeah, that there's two on the left, two on the right, again, with these corpses, uh, not corpses, but skeletons just lying uh, there in their uh, in their crypts, basically. Okay. I would, I would uh, outside of maybe seeing other Nashes or other party members represented mm-hmm. in skeletal form, I'd be moving the party a little quicker now. Okay. Um, yeah, so make your way to the end of the hallway, and as you peer, I'm assuming you're not just going to bluster your way into the next area. Yeah, and this is where um, my light kind of ends out, so I'll stay on the edge of Nash light, yeah, basically. Yeah, Na- so Nash needs, you, Nash needs to stay behind you, so he can continue giving you light. Can do that. So you can move, like you would move safely to this end, to the end of the hallway here, and turn to the left. Now, a sliver of light spills out to this room, Nash. So, if there was anything, uh, it was, you know, it would be noticed in this room. Okay. Uh, but Varel, you peer out and um, notice that you can only see what's in the sliver of light, which I think is you see a, a floor and then a lower floor with a stairwell. Um, you hear nothing and smell nothing except for the, the scent of old dust and decay. <laughs> sort of oppressive base smell. Where's the... Is the vegetable peeling stuck to Nash's head? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I have it right here. Kind of like a... I don't know, like a... Uh, uh, what's his name? With his with his wisdom stone? Just Ke- right in the Ke- middle kerosene. Or kerosene, sure. Oh, you mean like Avatar or something? No, like no, that no. Or? Like uh, uh, Endgame. Um, no, not Legion. Uh, Vision. No, Vision. 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 Thank you. Vision. He played... He was in the movie I Am Legion, though. He played the the lead. Uh, Wait, was he? Yeah, he had his yeah. wings cut yeah. and everything. No way. So, or just Legion, it was called. Sorry. Yeah, it's just Legion. Yeah. I am Legion's Will Smith. Yeah, or I am Legend is Will Smith. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mass yeah. Effect. This rabbit hole just never gonna end. <laughs> Legend's a good movie though. Yeah. Vision. All right. Well, I would I would like to motion Nash to join me on the wall that I'm on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would take that as a as a cue, and I'll do so very carefully because I know this light's peeling into that room or spilling into that room. And I will grab his head and kind of with it lean around the side. <laughs> all like right, that. Pearl grabs your head with one hand or two hands. Two hands, two hands. I want to you know right. make sure two it's hands. So he pulls your head forward and points your face like a flashlight into the room. Which would be something like that. Yeah, like that, basically. Okay. So again, in this room, you see... Um, now, let me get to your view here. So you see uh, there still is more room. Uh, there's a stairwells. There's, diff- there's three different levels of floors in this room. There's a great pillar. 
There looks to be a few alcoves, maybe, and, and an exit. Um, but you don't see any, you know, there's no creatures here. There's, there's no sounds of movement. Uh, it's quiet. It's quiet in this room. Hmm. All right, I would like to pull Nash back, uh, walk over to the body on the nearby table, take off its skull, and I'm going to roll it into the room beyond. Okay, so you pick up the skull and roll it into the room. Let's make a like, acrobatics check. It's like a, it's an athletic feat of some kind. You're trying to roll it with skill. Acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics, unless you're whipping it with your strength. Yeah, yeah. I I it's more, kinda... of a fin- more of a finesse move than a than a power move. Not bad. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, um. So you you ricochet the the skull so that it bounces like pool hall style, like bounces off the wall, and then um, you know, where exactly are you aiming it? If you can draw, actually. Yeah. So my goal would be, I I kind of wanted to like roll something like that kind of ending up in this area here center of the room oh yeah okay it is a trick shot okay so you do sort of the bowling thing where you roll it on its side so that it it rolls straight then rolls and turns around the pillar and you see it roll behind and then it finally lands where you've targeted here on your map um and it just lays there there's no reaction to the room No liches. Pass it on. Is you, are you still holding me? Oh, I guess I would be. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I'd whisper no in liches. your head as I hold it, and then I'd, I'd let you go back to the group. Okay, I'll, I'll say the same. No liches. Pass it on. Hope will turn. No liches. Pass it on. One of those two will say no bitches or something dumb, and then we'll get it all screwed up. By the time Stanley gets it, it'll be all different. I love it. What do you thanks, mean thanks, no bitches? Thanks for the looks of hope and... <laughs> Someone itches. Get some balm, they'll say. Right, no. So Tungsten turns around and, and to Union and says, They say there's no liches yet. Union looks at you, Stanley, and says, They found no liches yet. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell them. No. That's what Stanley would have said if he was standing next to Varel, like... <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't else. have made it any further down the line. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment, Stanley realized he made a tactical communications error. <laughs> That's great. I, I will dash to the pillar and take and put my back to it. Okay. I need to make a roll. Unless you're trying to be quiet about the dash, then we're going to get you to do stealth. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd want to be quiet about it. 23. Okay, you make it to the pillar, and you maintain absolute silence and speed. Uh, if there was something to see you, uh, unless they were staring directly at that spot, you'd be willing to bet they wouldn't see you. Wouldn't see you. However, you're now in darkness. <laughs> this flashlight stayed behind. You can feel the pillar. You know you're in the right spot, but you don't see anything further. 
Okay. I would like to bend down, kind of place my hand on the stone, and just see if I can listen out. Because sure. to me, this is a beast. I've been told there's a great beast, so I'm assuming I'm hunting something. Yeah. Make your perception roll. Hmm. Three? Three. This place is so, <laughs> it's so still. It's so still. Like, you almost feel... I would say almost that you've been lied to. Like, you're, if you're hunting a great beast, this is not the environment for a great beast. This is the environment that nothing happens. You mm. hear nothing. And you just smell humanoid dirt. You know, like humans, they get sweaty and uh, non-scaly beings get smelly and, and sweaty and gross and their bodies decay. And it's all extra gross. It's kind of what it smells like. Belly buttons and armpits. I'm right. I will. Uh, <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> uh, it, the whole thing is bizarre. It, yeah. So I will await the the party joining me or revealing me in some way. I would I would kind of yeah, stay here. I, I mean, Nash is still peering around the corner, but not giving the light to you. It's really bogarting that light peeling. I mean, I I'll happily hand it to him if he asks. It's fine. But I'll I'll sneak around the corner and look. Yeah, you can offer it to him if you want to. I got to get closer though, right? Yeah. All right, so I will sneak you up. Shine more light into the room, and you see, uh, Varel. This lights up, and you can see in the back of the room and directly to your left, uh, more uh, crypts with skeletons lying in the crypts. I'll pull and right up you- in your rear there and just say, "Do you want my?" magic thing my peeling you can see better if you have it if you want if you need it I'll just stay close I don't mean to endanger you Nash but you make excellent bait with the peeling upon your head <laughs> well so wait you want me to keep it or you do you want it do you want to be the bait I would like to sense the beast we're hunting before it attacks. So it may be prepared. Keep your peeling. What if I put my hands on it and only have a little bit of it show through, like the little crease of my fingers when you want it? I'll still be kind of a red dot because you can see the blood in my fingers through it's it. It's just but. like that, but like just red lines through his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Walking yeah. around. You know when you're like a little kid and you put a flashlight <laughs> on your hand? Yeah. They'll be like that. So you can kind of see my veins and my bones. Perhaps we should give the peeling to hope then. Okay. okay. Well, no, and, guys, I can see in the dark. Oh, that's right. She sees fine. Ahead. Yeah, she sees fine. Here's what I'll do. I'll keep it in my pocket until we need it. Little, my, my little hand will tuck it behind my de- neck. <laughs> What's a dick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're wet. Oh, my. Where, do you, where do you keep your vegetable peeling? My, uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have one of those. You don't have one of those. In the freezer, but I here we go. Do a great shadow upon the wall. That's right. He keeps it under a bed in the solar mines. That's apparently. right. No, I would, I would have it. I just tuck it behind my neck and in the robe and if I needed a little hand can pull it out at a moment's notice so I, I'm good we got this and I'll, and I'll actually do that I'll put it away for now 
Oh, you put your light away? Yeah, I'll, my tiny little baby hand will hold it behind my robe. I'm not going to put it away, away. It'll just be oh, kind of cocked back there. okay, yeah. I'll get rid of your light if you if you do decide to extinguish it. Yeah, it'll, he'll hold okay. it there unless I need it, and then he'll pull it out. When I say he, I mean the little hand, which is part of me. Yeah, you. Unless you. you're telling me that's yeah. all limp and flaccid with no magic around. No, your okay. hand is working great. All right. You, you sort of think about it. You, you look over at it. He gives it, the, the little baby hand gives you a thumbs up. Sweet. <laughs> you give it a thumbs up. That's yeah. perfect. Give myself Wait. a thumbs up. I know. I'll, and I will advance around the corner and grab the skull and okay. hold up the gnash. Put it in the eye and then we can... Oh, it's like a flashlight, more focused. Yeah, I like this. All right. You guys don't know what a flashlight is. I used to read about them in the solar mines. All right, that sounds good. And I'll take no, that. It is Mad Max World. Maybe there was a flashlight. I don't know. Oh, it could have been. They're up there crafting flashlights. Stanley hasn't moved. He's still in the hallway going, I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I'll hand, I'll, that's what I'll do. I'll give it to Varel for this idea. This is a good idea. He can always throw it back to me if he wants to get rid of it. Awesome. Well, much like I was navigating Nash's head, now I have another head, but it has a light out of one eye. Yep. And I'm yeah. kind of... So, so you have a flashlight skull now, so I'm going to... Yeah, give are you, him. Are you, are you still going to have light, um, uh, Nash? I will have. Are you? Because like, I'm going to give. I'm going to give. Um, I have backup peelings. So the way I'll light. do this is, well, I can't light it because the peelings have need magic to light. I just had that one still, right? So I can't light any new ones. Oh, you can't. Okay, yeah, no. The, also, I think I can only have one now. thing alight at a time. Or did we determine I could have multiple? I don't remember. But anyway, the point is, I think so. Since I have no active magic in here, I can't. I can't make another torch. So I'll have to have. So the yeah, you, you no longer have the torch. But basically, we've passed the torch to to Varel. Yeah, we passed the torch. There Pass you go. The torch. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. What would you like to do next? The room still is quiet. You see, again, the crypts on the left and right uh, before you and to the left. And then up the stairs, you see there's two more sarcophagi uh, at the top of the stairs in the little alcove. There's an exit to the north and another exit to the east of this Mm. larger room with multiple floors. All right. I would like to advance to the northern (laughs) tunnel. And I will start by putting my the skull head around the corner, okay. trying to light down. And then if there's no sound or reaction, I will then peek myself. So what I'm going to do just to make this, uh, I'm going to take a little asset out here, just so because you're gonna you're gonna hang the the um, the light down the hallway, but not yourself, right? Right. So in order to take care of that, I think I have a tool for that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, maybe this will work. Yeah, not really. I don't think it does anything. All right. Oh, interesting. Sorry, I'm just setting things up in the in the game here. Okay, that should do it. All right, so you. Shine some light down. I don't know if you're seeing. Are you seeing anything more from that light? No, you're not. Eh? I can advance around the corner, but say. I'm oh yeah, it's because you can't see around the corner. Yeah, but you, you can still peek around the corner. So just move your token so you can peek there. Okay. 
All right. So yeah, and that that'll your light source will be enough to see down there. All right. Um. So you take a peek around the corner, and you notice uh, there's a twenty foot, there's a ten foot of hallway, and then you notice an opening to another room, which a sliver of light, you know, the light casts some shadows on. You can just see a little bit of it, but standing atop sort of a second floor, you see a large statue of a winged beast, very muscly with um, hooves and large hands sort of crossed and it's perched on the side and the large head standing still. At first it looks alive and you get that sense of that pulse of activity, uh, seeing potential hostile in your vision, but you see that it does not move and that it is a statue of a creature that you've not seen before. Although looking similar to maybe the demons you might have fought with at the White Tower, the Nykoloths. Um, you know, definitely a winged, demonic appearance with horns, but in the form of a statue. Alright, I'll pull back. And since I have the light now for Nash's sake, I will turn the skull towards me so the light shines up from below my face. I'll make a... <laughs> And, I'll, and I'm, I'm holding the skull. Wait, so I'll put the skull between my knees and kind of like do a squat and make yeah. some little demon horns. <laughs> oh, I hope that works. None of us can see <laughs> this at all, right? We're... He, he, he's just signaling it to you, not to the creature. Oh, he's doing it to me? Oh, I thought yeah, he's doing it to the creature. Reaction. I hope that works. What does he think he said? Oh, I thought you meant the creature. All right. Well, in that case, I would see that as he sees something bad. I, I would know the sign of that, and I would I would say he's come onto something up there. I can't tell what, but he put he made fake horns with his fingers. It's probably something with horns on it. I guess he's saying that to you, Hope. Yeah, Hope's right behind me, so I'd say it to her. Uh, Hope will turn back and motion everybody into the room, and she'll walk up closer to Varel. Girl, what did you see? A demon. Is it alive? It appears to be of stone. Should we go down that way or no? There's one more hard to check. And I'll make my way towards the eastern hall to check that out. Okay. So uh, that's down a set of stairs. So there's a set of stairs leading up to a room with some sarcophagi in it. There's a set of stairs in the middle of the room leading down to some more crypts and then an exit to the east. Um, the stairs, again, go back up to sort of that middle floor that you would have come in on um, in terms of elevation. And looking down that hallway, you see the passage turns left and right pretty much after five feet of hallway. You can just see that the passage goes left and right. I'll advance myself all as well by the DM down to the hall and do a shine left, shine right. Okay. So you, you head down to the hall, up the stairs kind of thing? Yep. Yeah, all so right, right here and then I would peek yep. out around. So you shine left and shine right and you see again another room that at what you can make out has other crypts. The difference with this room is on the floor, um, it's not noted on the map, but on the floor there appears to be some some carpeting in this room. So the carpeting starts at the top of the stairs, sort of moves 
down all around this sort of area. The carpeting's old and dilapidated, but different than the stone tile that you've been seeing in other rooms. Um, so it's a little more comfy underfoot than the harsh ground, which is a relief to your bare feet in a way. Um, but apart from that, you see crypts uh, sort of circling uh, either to the left and right in this room and heading further to the east, turning immediately. Again, there's a left and right turn, and those turns turn immediately again to the east, and there's like a hallway of crypts. It's like this room is replete with these crypts. All right. I'll go back to the uh, Council of Elves here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will describe to Tungsten Wheel Union and Stanley all together. Demon of Stone down that way. Old carpet down there. Tungsten looks and says, We, we must search for the ring. Um, on my way in through the hallway, I checked the corpses in the crypts. Um, for rings, and he turns around and he looks at this corpse here too. No ring on this one. We must look everywhere for the ring. Uh, I don't, don't know its location. If we miss it, that would be most unfortunate. Um, that's my suggestion here. I have to agree. No matter what, we're here till we find the ring. So... Whichever hallway we decide to go down, it really doesn't matter. We're probably going to have to fight something, and we're probably going to have to do our best to find it. So, if you see a, a demon, was it a demon or a demon statue, did you say? Demon of stone. Demon of stone, right. I mean, if we want to avoid fighting for as long as possible, we could maybe avoid that, but maybe it's just a statue. I don't know. Whatever your instincts tell you, Pharrell. I must check one more thing. And I bring Nash with me up to the sarcophagi. Okay. Nash. Getting trapped. Uh, do, you, do, you gra- do you grab his wrist to that? You bring him up with you? You're like, come with me. No, he said, not, come nothing with him. Nothing aggressive. No, no, if he uh, said, come with okay. me, I'd just follow him. Yeah. By the scruff of the hood. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, you did just grab his head and use it like a flashlight. So it's like. <laughs> It's not out of context entirely. <laughs> I would like to lift another sarcophagi lid. All right. Strength roll, please. Or athletics, I mean. Uh, 29. Damn, even better. This one feels even lighter than the last one. You can lift it up any old which way you like. I'll still do the car hood way. Okay. You lift up the sarcophagi lid with heavy stone. Nothing for you. And take a look in. And you see a corpse... Uh, you know, a mummified corpse similar to the one you saw in the first room. I would get under him this time, like last time, and I would. Um, where's the skull? Skull right now, because I don't have any light unless there's something peering. Uh, in yeah, Varel might have put it down or is clutching it between his legs or something like that. Where you got it, Varel? I I, I would have passed it to you because you're. I'm I'm mechanic dad, and you're the child I'm going to yell at for taking too long. All right, fair enough. I'll go. (laughs) I'll look into this one down here. Is that the one you're opening? Yeah. Okay. I'd look in there, rummaged around by the hands, looking for a ring, checking necklaces, because sometimes people put rings around their neck. All right. Investigation roll, please. All right. Oh, there we go. Nine. 
You don't see a ring. You don't see anything except for desiccated flesh and wrappings. And bones. I'm concerned I would have found more if I had a better roll. So I'm going to want, I'm going to, I'm going to second guess myself before I turn around and say nothing. I'm going to go, you know what? I didn't look that hard and I'm going to try again. Okay. <laughs> just, just keep trying. If I'm allowed. Just keep trying. No matter what those dice say, Scott, just yeah, keep trying. Just keep trying. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Keep investigating. You I rolled a nine back. again. I rolled a nine again. <laughs> That's and ridiculous. D&D just became sentient and was like, That's not yeah. how it works. That's not how it works. Game's rigged. <laughs> this game's rigged. Yeah. It's in fa- house favor. All right. Well, then I will, I'll inform him that. And then even help him lower it carefully in case, you know, he needs help. I don't know if he will or not. Uh, he'll be fine on his own, but you right. can. can still help. You can still go through the motions. It's appreciated. I'll say, Varel, we should check the other one. There's nothing in this one. All right. Head over to the next one. Yeah. You know the rule. 29 again. Wow. I'm screwed. Jeez. <laughs> nice. All right. Investigation, did you say? Or perception. Yep, investigation okay. for you. If you're if you have a tag team sort of set up now, now you're the one doing the tag teaming. There's no way this is gonna do this low again. Please, please, please. Okay, it's a little better. Thirteen. It's not uh, you great. look around this mummified corpse in, in this one and then find nothing. Just except it's the same flesh, same bandages, deal. Okay. bones. But they all look like Nash. <laughs> I mean, yes, in that way that you're describing for sure. Um, okay. but uh, you know, they this one, you know, has like different missing teeth and the eye shapes are different. Like it, you can tell it's a different corpse. There's enough there. The nostril holes are, you know, they're more of a V instead of an O in this one. Well, then I would turn to him, shake my head and say nothing here either. All right, we'll lower it back down. Unless he had it. Last one also smelled a lot more like the farty than the one before. It's oh, really? There's more of a stink to it. Yeah, so more Nash-like than ever. So, wait a minute. Could I have? Did I check everything? Like in your investigation, was is that a thorough one? I'm checking all parts of this body and all that. I mean, yes. Like I, so it's up to you to describe if you want to get yeah. technical, like what you checked. But I assume you looked in the bandages, you checked around the corpse, lifted the corpse, lifted the arms, the head, looked in the head. You know, in the okay. holes in the, of the body. You know, I don't. I like it's the assumption is you know you spent five minutes like being pretty thorough looking around. But we know this is a a, a finger ring, not an ear ring or a genital ring, or you know, it's not a. The ring. implication was that it was a ring. No one's seen the ring. No one in this party has actually seen it. It's the subject of rumor. Okay. Well, I checked pretty thoroughly. I'll say, and didn't find it. Unless you say different. You didn't right, find well, it, no. Okay. We'll lower it on back down. Right, you lower it back down. It seals with a tuk. Let's see if I have a sound for that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just the sound of the stone sarcophagus closing. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> Uh, Divinity's got a great sound file for for the sarcophaguses. I like it. That's what I'm thinking of. Call me a fool of a took because I just sent a bunch of armor down a hole. <laughs> you fool of a took. 
Uh, yeah, no, but uh, you still have the exit to the north and the exit to the east uh, from this room to continue exploring this section. All right, well, if we did a pretty thorough investigation, I would turn back around and would I see Union and them just standing there? Well, Tungsten has made it his mission to go check out the crypt corpses in this room and has instructed his niece to do the same. So okay. they're looking at the corpses in here, helping uh, do their bit. Um I don't know what Hope's doing. I think she's probably looking cool and badass. <laughs> Hope will check for rings, too. Oh, okay. Probably more Hope's casually because her perception's terrible, but right. she'll be looking. You do have the dark vision, so you can't see all right. Uh, actually, every, this, everyone in here, these four all have dark vision, so they're totally fine looking around. No problems. You and Nash that have the light difficulties are light. They're luminarily challenged. Okay. I would walk back in and, you know. Nah, yeah, this is nice. Like everyone's everyone's working too. This is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a re- there's a real um, cooperative vibe going on here. It's either that or the lack of badass tea. You can't tell. <laughs> what is the meaning of carpet in this place, Nash? Uh. In the old times, carpet was the preferred method of covering floors. So, you know, you wouldn't have dirt or, or dust or even hard surfaces. You could kind of relax and sit on it. I never saw any myself, but we were told we were told all about carpet. So if you were a dead human, yeah. would you prefer to have a statue of a demon or carpet in your tomb? <laughs> well... If I was dead, I don't know that I would care, but can I have both of those things? Some nice carpet and a demon statue? That would be most decadent. Yeah. If I could, you know, if I, if this, someone was going to give it to me, sure, but I'm not paying for that. I agree. We shouldn't pay for these luxuries. No. After death. It would be useless to the dead. We've made no headway then. <laughs> no. I will then proceed to Hope and ask her the similar question. Hope. If you were dead, would you prefer a demon statue or carpet? Uh, well, I guess if I died in Siatkala, they'd probably bury me with carpet. So to the carpet rooms then. Yeah, let's go. Stanley, if you died, would you rather have a demon statue or carpet? Um, a carpet would be preferable. Is this how you're determining which hallway to go down? (laughs) (laughs) You are all familiar with the death rites that are of this nature? Well, my understanding is we're hunting a creature, and if we were hunting a creature that's alive, I wouldn't be worried about what I'd be doing if I were dead. I would be worrying about protecting myself. So I'd be more inclined to put any obstacle I could before you got to me. Hmm. So the carpet isn't dangerous, then? I mean, unless it is. We need to check, Varel. Very well. 
that will lead us to the carpet of which I saw. Have I touched the... So I, I stood on the carpet, correct? Uh, yeah, you, you have. You stood underfoot and felt it was very comfortable. Okay. Yeah, you, you didn't mind it at all. All right. Well, I'll, I'll lead the group here and I'll kind of wait for them to gather as this appears to me to be a, a place of some ritual. Okay, so you, you begin moving along the carpet, uh, and and you can go left or you can go right, and the party can just feel free to follow him if they wish. All right, I'll lead. So this would be to the right. Okay, so you move to the right, and as you uh, peer down the hallway, you can go ahead and just you can move your token so you can see down the hallway. I won't count it as being seen. You see there are several rows of crypts leading far down the hallway, and then a set of stairs leading up at the end of this hallway. It's a 40, 50 feet in length of this hallway. Oh, wow. All right, I'll go check the other side. That's all right? Yep. Go ahead. Shine your light down there. Same thing. Okay. Long hallway with crypts on either side. 50 feet down, stairs leading up. I'll go back to the group. Whispered hope, stairs go up. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll push past Hope. (laughs) (laughs) Not happy with his answer at all. And Yun Yun sort of gives a smile a little bit. um, And Tungsten turns to you and says, Yes, um, Vorel. We are searching for a beast, yes? Um, We're not searching for the lich. We're searching for a ring. Uh... I, I explained the reason no one's ever come down here was because this was where the liches live. What if the lich has the ring? Well, like um, he's wearing it still or something. One problem at a time, I suppose. Uh, if we don't get that ring, we're not leaving. Stairs go up at the end. What is above your encampment? Um... I find it hard to believe the stairs would lead anywhere, meaningful to us. This is a huge complex, and it's made of magic, constructed by wizards. Uh, The secrets in this place are probably innumerable. I wouldn't trust anything to be obviously what it is in terms of its structure. All right. Perhaps you should explore to the end. Would you like me to come with you? We do need you alive, ultimately. Yes? And I'll look at Stanley. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and the union also says, yes, we need him alive. Then he will stay in the back. Very well. And I'll, I'll start heading down the upper, this would be to the left hallway. And you might ask for the party for help, uh, looking at these corpses or something like that. Man. Yeah, I guess we'll do a we'll do a, a, a run of it. You know, we'll I'll, I'll take position at the end in case these stairs become an approach of any kind. But we'll kind of we'll we'll make a a sandwich of safety so okay. that <laughs> inspections can be done between me on the far side and Union on the other. All, All right. right, so yeah. 
Stanley, who's not typically accustomed to being in the back, he usually sticks pretty close to Varel near the front, uh, is finding the back to be a little tedious, a lot of waiting, more than he's used to. So he is double-checking every corpse that they go past as well. Okay, perfect. So whoever's making investigation rolls, make your investigation rolls, please. I mean, if Stanley's, Stanley. if Stanley's doing them, I don't want to double do them. Well, there's lots of corpses to check. Yeah, you also Maybe. don't know that I'm doing them because I'm behind everybody. Oh, okay. Well, in that Many case, these ones, light work. these ones by me and where where me and Hope are stacked. I'm gonna do yeah. this. I'll do it there. Uh, okay. So um, uh, since you're going that, all three of you are going that way. Tungsten's gonna take, and Union are gonna take the other direction. I don't know if you want to go to the Southern Hall, uh, Stanley. Yeah, I'd be sticking with them. They're they're who I'm watching. Okay, so what were the rules again? Eighteen uh, didn't do one yet. Eighteen for Stanley. Dirty twenty for Hope. <sighs> A seven for me. My gosh. Okay, dirty twenty for Hope. Seven for Nash. Uh, Stanley was what? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, and I'll make a roll for the other two. Okay. So um, the collective rolls that you've all made, the total searching. Uh, begins to stretch over about 20 minutes. Let's, you know, put 20 minutes. Um, during that time, uh, you have come up with nothing. And as you get close to the end of your investigation search, um, the ground beneath everyone seems to shift in a really, and pull in a really strange way. Uh, I need everyone to make um, dexterity saving throws, please. Can do. 19 for Hope. 28 for Stanley. Okay. Well, it was a 21 for a second, and then it tipped, and now it's a three. Okay. It's a a big swing. Yep. Can Hope catch Nash? 15. (laughs) You just assume I'm going to biff it. 15 for Varel. Okay, I'm going to make rolls for these two. It's a safe assumption, Hope. All right. So Nash, out of everyone in the all six people in the party, you're the only one. The shifting of the carpets is it suddenly turns into a sea of stretching and tearing. Not stretching and tearing, but just shifting. Like the the carpet seems to move of its own volition, and uh, everyone's confused, but maintains their uh, standing status except for Nash, who falls completely on his ass. Um, And then as he falls on his ass, the carpet begins to curl up around his body and grab it. I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Oh, man. Man, look at that. I feel like I almost (laughs) created something into the universe when Pharrell asked if carpets are dangerous. I was like, sometimes. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. All right, let's get your initiative rolls, please. Nash only knows them as comfy and from the past. Uh, Four, and I don't even think I get to roll, but I rolled a four. Uh, ten uh, yeah, for Stanley. Okay. It makes ten sense for that Stanley. I for them. Ten for Hope. Ten for Hope. Who's going first between the two of you? Um, Stanley, if you want to take it. Yeah, I'll go first. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen for Varel. Okay. Da, 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 union. Okay, perfect. So uh, what ends up happening is uh, the, the, the carpets shift and move be- beneath you, and all of a sudden they seem to rise up and separate into distinct chunks of carpet, and the carpets around you attempt to swallow you. Underneath Nash here, let's put it to the back, uh, there is a carpet right underneath you. 
as a piece of carpet attempt is going to be attempting to grapple you as you're lying down prone underneath you. Um, underneath Tungsten Wheel, a carpet emerges. And they're all... As well as one towards the back here behind you. A piece moves out. And then another one from the front here uh, begins to... Uh, pieces of these sort of carpets. And with a carpet down the hallway gets up like a large creature and beast and shakes its corner tassels violently at you. Um, Tungsten up is up first, and Tungsten like attempts to back away. Uh, he's got to use an action uh, to slide through both of you, but he, yeah, so um, he's going to have to shift. He trades places with Union, who steps in front of him, uh, and I've somehow rotated his picture now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and so then uh, it being Union's turn, Union takes up her spear and and attempts to to poke at the carpet to get it to to move back. Um, she sinks her uh, spear into the carpet and does nine points of damage to the carpet in front of the three of you in the southern hall, but just pokes through the carpet. And it, the carpet sort of, it almost looks like a bad thing. The carpet grabs the spear and attempts to pull it per in uh, towards her. And it being the carpet's turn, the carpet it makes the pull and is going to try to, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, it's going to hit. Okay, I'm trying to hit. All right, and misses. Uh, she sort of dodges out of the way or just pulls, be able to pull strong enough as the tassels uh, swipe at her. Nash, the carpet underneath you, you're prone, so it has advantage on its attack roll against you. Um, it's going to... It's a 14. Is that a hit on your armor, Clay? It is not. It is not. Oh, I'm sorry. It is. Oh, I don't have the bonus anymore. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's, yeah. Your AC's 14. So it is a hit. Um, that means uh, when you're hit, there's no damage. Oh, wait. Hang on. Yep. There's no damage. Okay. So you're not rolling any damage, but the carpet grapples you. So now the carpet completely smothers you as it rolls up around you and rolls you into a, like a, a pepperoni stick or whatever. And you begin suffocating inside as, as like the rug smothers you completely. You're now restrained and blinded as well as grappled. Whoa. You're blinded, prone, restrained, and grappled. Okay. And breathe. Um, and yep. you're, you can't breathe any, any longer. And you're stuck on the in that ground in that position. I'm like a, um, mo- I'm like a mob killing. They're going to go put my body in the river or something. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the carpet behind the other carpet does this running leap and floats like a magic flying carpet above the three of you, Stanley, and then lands behind you and attempts to grab you. Oh. Uh, 20. Oh, yeah. That'll get me. All right. You are now also grappled as well. Um, so let me just note that is here. It so it's just grappled at this point, or is it all the other? It, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's grappled. You're restrained, blinded, and suffocating, and grappled. So as it flies up above you, it lands behind you, and then grabs you in its ruggly embrace and starts spitting you in. Um, so just to, to explain the status, then, since we have two people, uh, but you're standing upright. You're not lying down like ashes. Your speed is zero, and you can't benefit from bonus. Your attacks have your your attacks attacks against you have advantage, and you have disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on deck saves. Okay, okay. you're also blinded, so you can't uh, you'll automatically fail any ability check that requires sight, and attack rolls against you have advantage because you're blind. So, so sort of a little bit of redundancy there. 
Um, you still can make moves on your turn, though. You're just you're grappled and restrained. Um, yeah. Are we and able to so, break free or attempt to break free on our turn? Yes. Um, on your turn, you can attempt to break free. Yes. like any, It's a grapple. So like okay. any grapple, uh, you can ungrapple. Uh, hope behind you, the carpet rolls up, like almost sneaks in a carpet way, the little tassel feet going... Like, not doesn't sneak because you see it. It actually is just being like a jungly tiger, sort of moving back and forth, but in a carpety way, and then it pounces. Uh, ten. No. Miss. No, it's a miss. You just grab it with your hand and push it off, shove it off. And the same with the Union Wheel. That carpet approaches her uh, with an eleven, and that's a miss, too. She nimbly dodges out of the way. Um, we are now at 530. It's time for the break. So with that exciting start of combat, when we'll, uh, we come back, we'll we'll finish the battle. Perfectly, the perfectly Carpet. transitioned. Nicely done. We'll be back in a moment, everybody. Stay tuned. Okay, hey, we're back, let's everybody. Let's uh, continue forward. Yeah, go ahead, Bo. Let's cut some rugs together. All right, the rugs have uh, smothered both Stanley and uh, Nash, and they're making uh, their, you know, pincer moving you in your respective hallways here. Three, Hope, Nash, and Varel in the north hallway, Tungsten, Union, and Stanley in the southern hallway. Uh, we now have um, Varel next to act. All right. Ooh. Let me just double check my resources here. Um, okay, is, is he like? Is he rolled up like like you might uh, you know play wiggle yeah, worms with a kid? Yeah, he's rolled up right on the. He's rolled up on the ground, lying prone on the ground. His feet are dangling outside the bottom of the carpet, and you hear you know can't hear him. All right, and I, so I will I will jump down upon it and attempt to grapple with, it, and I'll say foul lich, and begin. <laughs> trying to release my buddy Nash. Okay. Uh, so is that you're gonna... What are you doing to him? Are you hitting him? What's the move? Uh, I, I want to break its hold, so I guess a grapple to pry it open. Pry open the okay. okay, so the way it's held up, you're gonna have to pry it. Yeah, you have to pry it open, so let's do a strength contest to pry open the rug here. Alright. You don't have a little rug cutter, like a little uh, <laughs> razor blade or anything? <laughs> my little box cutter. Yeah, on my box cutter. <laughs> Stick it out and you're good. Obviously, this is going to cost you. 16? <laughs> uh, 16, you win the contest. Ooh. Awesome. Um, I had like a six or seven. Um, so, yeah, you, you take both hands and you pull the carpet back. And uh, so from your point of view, Nash, you just see darkness and feel crush crushing all over your body and then the crushing gets relieved and then the darkness recedes and you see Varel you know his head sort of over top as he pulls back the carpet uh, from grappling you you're now free to act I uh, was still lying prone uh, any bonus actions or movement you don't have it grappled you just have it open this is not a grapple cool all right so I, I will uh, so I, I've pulled it open Nash is you know free to remove himself from the taco and I yeah. will bite with my other attack, the carpet. Okay, let's do it. Bite attack. 22 to hit. Uh, 22 to hit. That is uh, a hit. Yeah. I mean, Be seven points of piercing damage. All right, you bite right into those uh, threads and 
tear off a piece of there's a big now Varel bite mark in the side of the carpet Perfect. <laughs> and you have a piece of the carpet in your mouth awesome uh, one thing I do want to check on uh, just kind of between me and Kyle I guess just to determine so intent wise was that you would keep the corpse slayer dagger that you used but I guess I should clarify was that returned to Stanley or not I would have returned you're talking about the, the elephant butt instrument yeah yeah I would have given that back to you. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I made a point that I I handed you back another friend. Oh, okay. Okay. Just checking. That brings us to Stanley. Uh, All right. Well, I'm sore. Hope you guys rolled the same. So Uh, I guess I'm going to try and get out of this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Strength. You can use dexterity or strength to escape. It's strength only to grapple, so you have the choice. Uh, so is it a saving throw or just a straight roll? Uh, athletics contest. Or act. Oh, no, you know, sorry. You can do... Um... Okay. You know, it's, just, it's, an, it's an athletics or acrobatics roll for you. But acrobatics will be at disadvantage, right? That's right, a, because of your... Skill. Because you are restrained. You have a disadvantage... No, you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Oh, so it's just a Not, normal... This isn't a saving throw. All right, yeah. well, let's try and wriggle then. Oh, that's not good, though. Ten. Uh, no. So okay. you, you try to fight your way out, and you can't fight it. You're ah, pushing, pushing, it's crushing you. Ah. You know, you're standing, so you more look like a one of those um, standing, like, balloon thing kind of. You know, those guys that have the flail around. You're just flailing around everywhere. There's a, there's a tube of carpet uh, flailing around everywhere. Alright, um, well, I think that's it for me. Hope. Alright, I do have a question. I forgot to take some damage into consideration from the hand. So, when the hand is wielding the melee weapon, it does an extra 2d8 cold damage. Okay. Um, did we want to wipe that, since we're here in the dungeon with no magic, or is that something I can uh, add back in? Uh, do you want this information shared with the party or not? Oh, I, if it's hand related, let's earphones off. All right, earphones off. You heard. You heard. Hope. Um, so this entire time, remember, there's a coldness that the hand gives to your entire being, right? Like it's not just yeah. a, you can never be warmed, right? Yeah. Um, which is still present uh, in your. You still feel that. Uh, so as far as you can tell, everything about your hand is still active. And completely okay. fully usable. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like you've just sensed no change with this uh, with this thing, but no one's really thought to ask, and you haven't said anything thus far. But you have an innate sense that uh, uh, this hand is fully operational. Awesome. Can everyone come back? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. I like how that sign language everyone knows. Yep. Let's yeah. Do this. When you were doing this, I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then you, and I was like, okay, yeah. I got it. I got it. Just yeah. got to make horns. Yeah. Then I, then we right. definitely not know. All right. Uh, Hope will stab at the rug. She'll do her three attacks, but she'll stab at the rug for her first thing. See how much damage that does, and then go through each of them that way. The rug that Varel just bit into. Okay, you're going to stab that rug. Make your attack roll, please. 17. Okay, it's a hit. Um, tell me 
the effects you full, you want to do. All right, uh, ten damage, and then it'll do seven cold damage. Okay, so seventeen. So you stab you stab in the rug with your it's a machete that you're using. It's a little plus two dagger. Well, you have a plus two dagger, so it's a wicked looking dagger. You stab the um, uh, the carpet, and then you know bring it. Is it just a stab, or are you going to slice through? Just to describe, like, because uh, when you stab the carpet, frost is going to appear all across the, the carpet. Yeah, like she'll uh, stab into it and then drag to start ripping it all right, into shreds. Yeah. You stab into it and start ripping it into shreds, and a, and a large, um, you know, patch of ice just freezes a part of it, and the, the carpet vibrates. Like you can, It's shivering. You can see it shivering from the cold as you infect it with cold and take the knife and cut a large cut, splitting it in, and not quite in half, but putting a big big, big hole in the center of it. Um, it doesn't kill it outright, the damage, but that's the first of your attacks. Right? Cool. Attack number two is a 15. Okay, that is also a hit. So eight piercing damage, and then nine cold damage. Okay. Uh, so you slice at it again, and this time the, the patch of frost that has emerged on the carpet completely envelops the carpet, and it shatters into a bunch of icy carpety pieces on the ground, motionless. Carpety. <laughs> carpety. Awesome. Uh, should we go, uh, Varela, I've got this last one. Go help Stanley. Or the other three, yeah, you know. <laughs> Go help the others. She'll assume they're in more trouble. And then she'll do her third attack on the carpet that's behind her. Okay, make your attack roll. 31. Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a hit. It's a hit. It's not hit. messing around. She hates <laughs> carpets more than yeah. anything. When uh, your rolls get into the threes, you are in almost virtually guaranteed hit territory. Uh, let's see, uh, eight damage and then four cold damage. Yep, same thing occurs as you slice through this other piece of carpet, a patch of ice appears and this carpet shivers and recoils. Um, and that's, sorry, you said 11? Uh, let's see, the four plus eight, I believe. 12, okay. All right, perfect. Uh, does not die though. So you put a you put a tear into it, and a large patch of cold appears on it, and it shivers. Uh, any other actions? Uh, bonus action movement? Nope. She's just gonna yell the thing to Varel and get ready to attack again on her turn. All right, Nash, you're up. All right, can't do much, right? Can I do a grapple contest since I'm grappled? Well, no. Uh, Varel freed you, and then um, he bit the carpet, taking a piece out, and then uh, Hope stabbed it twice with her. Oh, how I what's see my dagger and and shattered it into a bunch of pieces. That's You're right. free now. That's right. Carpety You're bits, he said. But what so what stage am I just in normal position then I'm in a normal yeah. state? Well you're lying down on the ground. Okay. So you're looking up at all this, hoping Varel are slicing carpet <laughs> in stand up um, space. I have a question about line of sight in this hallway. Uh huh. How tight is it? Is it just five feet and it's five feet wide. So you can squeeze past Varel and Hope, uh, if you wish. And her carpet's on her way to her, right? Uh, well, you can't really squeeze past Hope. Hope's in the middle of combat. Varel would be able to react because he doesn't have any, he's not under attack by anyone. He'd be able to react. You could squeeze. Past I want to attack that carpet, but not attack her. Is what I'm getting at. 
You can try yeah. to go over or... Yeah, if you have a ranged attack of some kind. I do. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, um, he, he'd need a reach weapon to be able to hit that far, although I guess the staff counts as a reach weapon. Actually, I think, hang on. Your Skybinder staff, does it count as a reach? I don't Oops. think so. Does it? I don't see it. No, no, I don't see the keyword. Okay. It's simple and versatile. No. So what I would want to do is launch a chromatic orb over there, um, but not hit her and her, have her affected in any way. So I guess okay. that's what I'm asking. If I can do All that right. without any repercussions, because I don't want to hurt her. Well, you remember now for the past two episodes, you've tried to cast spells. Oh, shit. I keep forgetting we don't have magic. <laughs> <laughs> the response is the same. I love it. Uh, uh, I really was hoping you'd commit to it so I could have it happen a third time. Even but today, I couldn't, asked, I couldn't even light up asked, another damn peeling to put on my head. And then I just keep forgetting. It's so core to who he is. All right. Uh, well, in that case, I can't. if I can't reach... <sighs> damn it. I'm not only a klutz, I shit all I can do here. Uh, well, what's up with your inventory? You got some stuff there. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, you can throw your umbrella dong. <laughs> yeah. You got your wood axe. You got some fish eggs. Yeah. That was so lame last time. Uh, you're you're really all in the on... ceiling? Oh, good point. Yeah, couldn't you fly above and then and help then do the what? carpet? Shit on him or what from there? <laughs> well, you have a you, you have a you have, <laughs> you have a wood axe. Yeah, that's true. I'll you know what? I'm let's make my movement. I know it's half or whatever because it's slow, but let's go over that over to it. As long as the ceiling's not stopping me, you can, and you can go ten feet, right? So you can fly there. Yeah, and I'll uh, you're, yeah, like it's like hope has to duck under you. The ceiling's not very high here. It's probably you know you're looking at eight feet, yeah. but she she hears you coming and then she ducks down you know gracefully as you move. At the top of the, the hallway, and now you're you're below you is this animated carpet. All right. Well, I'm gonna throw that wood axe or swing that. I guess now I'm in swinging range. Well, if I'm in swinging range, I'll use my staff. Yeah. Um. That's what I would do. So let's do that. Um. All right. Uh, hold on a second. Quarter staff. There it is. Spellbinder. So this is just. Uh, let's see. What do I roll for this? I roll. Uh, uh, just for hit. So let's roll for hit. Here you go. Yep. yep. Nothing fancy. Um, seven. <laughs> okay, you thwack the carpet and do no damage to Gosh, it. Gosh, dang it, dude! It's like a bunch of dust flies out of it, like you're dusting the carpet. Thwack! <laughs> I'm rolling like the worst human. Um, all right. Well then, that's my yeah, that's my turn. All right, and nothing else to do to it. Yeah, well, you get your magic back, maybe if you live. Um. All right, so uh, Tungsten, uh, uh, so you're 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 struggling in there. So Tungsten uh, attempts to attack the carpet um, with his fist. He's like, uh, he says, like, "Be gone, carpet!" And he hits it's the carpet, uh, and it oh, it is a hit actually. Um, <laughs> Feel safer already. So he's going to do his. Oh no, yeah, he wouldn't have that. So he does one point of damage. Hell yeah. Um, now, because you're in the rug and this uh, creature has a, a damage transfer, it's thing, because you're stuck in it, it splits the damage between you and the rug. Uh, but splitting it would be 0.5. So you have to round up always, no matter how low it is. So you take one point of damage, as well as the carpet takes one point of damage from the hit. 
Uh, you feel like sort of this small knuckly fist punch the carpet <laughs> and punches you too. <laughs> All right. And um, so Union then continues her battle with the Corona carpet and she stabs it again with her spear oh, and, and misses. All right. And now we move to the carpet's turn. Um, so at this, this was supposed to happen at the start of your turn, Stanley. So you're kind of going to get double whammy here pretty hard soon. Um, because I forgot about that, but at the start of your turn, at the start of your turn, you should have taken 10 points of blood, or sorry, not 10 points, the wolf this. 11 points of bludgeoning damage from the suffocation. Okay? Okay. So if you can remove 11, I forgot about that. I'm just reading it here now. Um, now it continues to grapple you, so now what it tries to do, Stanley, is it tries to move along with you. Uh, it doesn't have a very big movement speed, but basically, basically, it's escaping with you and its clutches down the hallway. Um, that's what that one does. This uh, carpet over here attempts to grapple Union and misses the one in front of you. Hope uh, with Stanley above attempts to grapple you and just like ducks underneath Nash and tries to throw itself around you and misses as well. Um, okay, now we move along to uh, Varel. All right. Uh, Nash doesn't look like he's being particularly useful, but he's not in harm's way. So I'm going to follow (laughs) Hope's advice and run off, which means Nash will be plunged into darkness. Yeah, I'll be blind. (laughs) But I'll be up there so I can. He'll do the same amount of damage as he was doing with the ability to see. Yeah, it'll be fine. I basically knocked some dust loose out of this carpet. That's all I did. <laughs> if anything, I did the carpet a favor. Uh, you happen. can toss the skull on the ground if you wanted. Although I guess you need to see. Yeah, uh, then so. I wouldn't be able to see because all the elves have dark vision right around the corner, so they'd be in dark. So I got to take the skull with me. Okay, that's totally so fine. We're uh, run down this way. So if you go diagonal, you probably could get like um, six close. It would be. Hang on, let me get the ruler here. Like one. Two, three, four, five. Six. Oh, yeah, that's enough. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Yeah, you can get right to the carpet with thirty feet. I think you have forty feet of movement. Yeah, too, I do have forty feet. So yeah, you, you can get right. Yeah, just use. Don't forget your diagonals. Perfect. All right, so I'll I'll run down the hallway with the skull in my hand. And is this carpet engaged with anybody? Wrapped anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's facing doesn't have a face, but it's facing down with his body language, Union. All you see is carpet, though. And you hear the sounds of battle on the other side. Carpet pretty much blocks your vision down the hallway. Alright, well I will run up and uh, bear hug the carpet. So I'm going to do a a grapple. Grapple the grappler? Alright, let's do a grapple contest. Grappling with a carpet sounds like a shaving problem. Anyway, continue. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) it's <laughs> gonna leave that one alone yeah it's yeah. fine <laughs> let that one lie <laughs> I'll leave that carpet alone yeah let that carpet lie it. it's fine uh yeah so my role was a not that it was like a eight so you um grapple the carpet you bring your big arms around and get the carpet under your control all right, so I'll grab it from behind. Ha! Feel my sting, lich, and I will bite the carpet. <laughs> okay, bite it. Yeah. 
with a 27. Ah, 27 will hit. I bite it for 11 points of piercing damage. All right, you bite in and get a mouthful, a big old mouth. This is a crumpled mouthful, so unlike the other one that was just a thin wafer of carpet, you got full you got full layers of carpet on this go-around. 11, you said, right? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And it struggles in your arms to try to escape. Uh, we now go to uh, Stanley. Uh, Stanley, you're going to take uh, smothering damage at the start of your turn. Uh, eight. It's bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, and I'll try and get out. Okay. Nope, I rolled exactly the same. Uh, what, what was your roll? I had a pretty low roll myself. Ten. Um, mine's eight. The modifiers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was a low roll. I rolled a three. Um, so yeah, you're able to push the carpet finally, like as it drags you sort of standing, you're able to like just push the carpet like against the side of the wall and just finagle your way out as, as it appears to lose its grip or, or some, you're not quite sure the mechanics of how it happened in the big ruffle of material, you emerge uh, right next to it. Alright, was it my I'm guessing it was my action to get out, right? It was your action to escape, yes. Alright, that's it then. <laughs> that's it, okay. Uh, we move now to Hope. Okay, Hope's going to attack the carpet and see which attack it dies on. Okay. Rolls the dice. Will it be attack number one with a 25? Yeah, it's a hit. Roll your damage. All right, eight regular damage and then 11 cold damage. Oh, shit. Uh, Describe its cold death. It's a lot of damage. Uh, she'll take the dagger and she'll kind of hold the handle in one hand so that the back of her hand is facing up and then she'll have her palm on the back of it, shove it through the carpet and then cold will radiate out from the wound and then she'll kick it to shatter it. And then she'll grab Nash by the foot trailing behind her as she runs her way down the hallway to come around the back to help with the others. Okay, which way are you going left or right? She's going to go the uh, to the left, the way Varel didn't go. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so uh, because the light is gone, Nash, you just heard all of this. You didn't see any of it. <laughs> you, just, you just heard shredding and glass shattering. And then something grabbed your foot, uh, probably hope, and run you down the hallway. Okay. So it's like 30. We'll put you down here like this. I'll maintain uh, the resistance it takes to stay in the air and assume that I'm being helped and not hurt here. Yeah, with you floating, you guys can make like a giant trench coat guy where, you know, you can, someone, you can sit on someone's shoulders and be really light yeah. and then make a giant trench coat guy. Like, yeah, totally. Just think about that for the future. That's an option there. If yeah. You Next time we got to uh, compete in the Infiltrate as a stuff. tall man. Yeah, I'm ready. You could be like Mr. X. Yeah. Ugh. No. I well, you kind of, I'm sure with your, if you took your bandages off, you kind of look like him and then yeah. you'd be super tall. Not, not as beefy. That guy's scared. You get Pharrell me. under there. He still visits my dreams. I hate him. Anyways, um, okay, so Hope runs down the hall with you in tow, and uh, nice kill, and Nash, it is now your turn. All right. Now, um, so you've been dragged down the hall. As you can peer left around the corner where Hope has you, and you can see, um, well, no, you can't see. You see nothing. It's, it's dark out. It's, yeah, there's no light. Um, so I can't see anything. <laughs> I was about to tell you information. I'm like, no, you can't see. You don't. You don't know. It's pitch black where you are. Can I you tell? Just know that hope has your foot. Okay. Oh. 
I'll say, I'll just say, who has my foot? <laughs> <laughs> so that I, I can got it, Nash. Okay. All right. Well, I can't see, so you're going to have to direct me, and I'll just let her pull me around like a kite. I've got you. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. All right. Um, because his floating is 10 feet, I uh, hope you could guide him 10 feet and move for him on his turn if you want. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Anywhere. That's amazing. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so you sort of pull him in front of you, I'm assuming, just to be right in front of the carpet. But he can't see. But you hear, like, the, the struggling of carpet, like, whooshing around in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Nash, straight ahead. And she'll aim him in that direction, as Pharrell had done so long ago. Okay. Yeah. So so Hope tells you to swing your staff dead ahead. Okay. I will do that. Um, I'll take a big swing. Let's Let's go for a hit. I hope I hit something here. Hold on. My dice are on the wrong browser. Oops, that's a D12. Go. <laughs> dice are the wrong browser. Yeah. Here we go. Got it. Uh, that'd be another seven. What the you, F? You dude. Uh, you smack the carpet. You feel your staff connect and a bunch of dust flies off and into your nostrils and it makes you sneeze. Achoo! Great. Great. Uh, anything else you want to do with your turn? I don't think so, no. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Tungsten um, says, I'm glad you're free, and comes up behind to help, but he can't really get through, so he's just standing behind you now, um, looking like, how do I help? Um, Union then takes a swing at her carpet, stabs it through, uh, and this time makes a hit for f- uh, seven points of damage. Okay. And uh, Varel, you see a, a spear poke through and nearly hit your genitals. Well, you're tucked in place of your genitals, and it stops right there. It's a close one. There's a moment. And then you sort of see uh, through the hole, like the spear gets pulled out, and then you see an because light on Union's side shines through, like a shaft of light. So she ducks down and looks in the hole and sees you. And then you look <laughs> down, and you sort of had this moment. Um, you see each other through the hole. Um, through the carpet hole. Uh, okay, so this carpet... <laughs> you know, this carpet in fine. front of you, Nash, needs to know what the hell's going on, why it got hit, and it swings around violently and lunges at you. And misses. I rolled a two, so... Yeah, with the modifiers, it's still not a hit. Uh, seven won't hit you. I'm rolling really low today. Um, oh, really? The, the I don't carp- know what that feels like. That's news to me. I don't know how it feels That's to roll low. <laughs> the carpet uh, then attacks uh, Union and also, wow, rolls a nine. There's another four. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, it is now um, Varel's turn. Varel's turn. All right. Uh, she pulled the spear out of there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I'll just line it up for a double bite. Have at this carpet. Okay, it's time to go Pac-Man on this carpet's ass. If I do well enough, I'd like to (laughs) engage a uh, Christmas-like shear with scissors through the carpet using my teeth. Okay, perfect. Yep. Christmas-like shear. All right. (laughs) The glide, you know, when the scissors glide. Oh, 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 I do love that. That's actually a really, that's a satisfying, I could watch ASMR videos of that. I like that a lot. First attack is a 15. It's a hit. Roll your damage dice. Mm, right. 11 points of damage. Describe your killing of this carpet. <laughs> right, exactly that. So I kind of have it, and I move it up to my teeth, 
and I have it by the top, and I just kind of let them like <laughs> down the center, All right. splitting the carpet. And as you split the carpet, and the vision of the hallway uh, emerges before you, you see Union standing there, <sighs> panting with, with with the spear, and she looks at you, and there's a thank you in her eyes. And she turns around immediately to face down the hallway. Uh, face the other way. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, no, I'll revel in that. I'll really pose with these two pieces of carpet in either hand. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Trophies. Okay, uh, and that brings us to Stanley Billings, a.k.a. Valero Noth. All right, let's try and attack this carpet finally. Uh, we'll do strike number one with diplomacy for a 23 to hit. It is a hit. That is 13 points of piercing damage. Nice. Good damage. Good damage. And then the Corpse Slayer dagger comes out and goes to do a stab as well for 29 points of damage. 29 points of damage? I'm sorry. 29 to hit. Sorry. No. No. The damage is going to be significantly less. What's up with this dagger? Yeah. Okay. It's a hit, though, for sure. For two damage. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a real. Uh, we got let on there. All right, two damage. Um, yeah. So you put you 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 shred you slice with the swords and shred new uh, slivers into it. Uh, yes. Anything else you like to do with your turn? No. Okay. Uh, then that brings us to hope. Cool. Hope's uh, still with Nash's foot. She's gonna dozy do him around. So that they okay. swap places, and then she's right. going to attack the carpet in front. All right, make your attack rolls. First one is a 22. It's a hit. 11 um, regular damage, and then 4 cold damage. Uh, okay. So again, you make a big slice, freeze it, freezing up the carpet. It shivers and sc- it doesn't scream, but it it looks has the physical appearance of something that's screaming. <laughs> oh, the next one's a one. <laughs> oh, um, so you go to stab again this time, and instead of stabbing, you actually fall through it because there's no material. You shredded it so much on your first hit, you fall prone through it with the carpet, and the carpet immediately has you grappled. It just wraps itself around you. You are now grappled, and your action was used on attacks, which you can still I've got use. One your th- more attack. You do have one more attack. I believe it is with disadvantage if you are in a grapple state. No, that's not it. Uh, restra- the blinded would probably. It's the restrained gives you the disadvantage, and blinded I think as well. Yeah, both. You have double. You don't get double disadvantage. But you have two stacks of disadvantage in, in this case. Wait, so. uh, the restrained. Let me see. Restrained and blinded both attack. confer the disadvantage. Right, what about uh, attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage? The, the creature who's restrained, right? Yeah, it's the okay. creature who's restrained. So, yeah, you, you are a creature in this case. Yeah. Um, okay. Rules. Yeah. Cool. So, would it just be what the two rolls? You roll two, and you take the lowest of the two. Yes. Yeah. All right, lowest is a 17. Okay, it's a hit. So 10 piercing and then 7 cold. All right, describe you slaughtering it from the inside of its grapple. Uh, It looks like Hope is covered in carpet and then a knife comes out 
and just cuts it out and she emerges from it as if she had emerged from the belly of a great beast. Okay, and then it shatters all around you too in this epic sort of... Perfect. Um, and that that's the end of combat. Tungsten sort of slouches down on the side of one of the crypts next to one of the bodies and puts a hand on his head and goes, We've got to be more careful. And Union runs and says, Uncle, easy. are you alright? <laughs> and Hope says, it's, This was easy. <laughs> you noobs. She's dusting herself <laughs> off standing. Get good, Tungsten. Get good. Yeah, get and then good. she'll grab Nash's foot. Still got to Nash. Still kiting me. Okay. And I'll I'll take my two pieces of carpet, swagger over to Tungsten, throw them at his feet, and say, "Your lich is defeated." <laughs> Both Yunyan <of, laughs> uh, sort of looks to her uncle because she doesn't really know about the lich, but she the you know the lich. He looks he looks at it and he goes, um, "No, Vorel, this is this is no lich. This is a carpet, and the carpet uh, is defeated." Uh, of a curious magical nature, I, I, I should say, um, it must have been a species of carpet and not magically animated. He there sort of strokes his chin. Wild carpets? Mm, the cosmos is home to all sorts of beings. I had not thought that there would be sentient carpets in the universe, but... Lo, here we are. I've found a, a family, a, a tribe, perhaps, of carpet beings. Interesting. I shall have to write about this. And he breaks out a, a book and he begins scribbling in it with a little uh, sort of chalk pencil. Right now. Black mark. Hmm? Don't you think we have more pressing matters than filling out a book? Yes, yes. It won't be but a moment. Uh, go on ahead. No, that's not how this works. You are too important. You march in front of me. They march forward. It's time to get going. I'm annoyed by attacking carpentry and Varel, you know damn well what a lich is. It's big silver and looks like the principal. <laughs> oh, he has many titles. Yes, what? but one of them is a lich. Wait, Tungsten... What is this about the principle of being a lich? And somebody told us that. I don't remember who. I think Monsoon might have. Then things have become worse than I feared. Oh, I wish I was not stuck in this place. You see, he looks frustrated as he holds That's his head up. That's why we're working to get out of here. Did you? Were you just going to sit in here? Uh, no, I just. You could get uh, it was just fascinating to know that there was a species of carpet that might have been a living thing. I wish, I wish we would have been able to keep one alive to perhaps talk to it. Perhaps um, there's a nest nearby. Perhaps. Oh, no, perhaps. perhaps we're done with carpets. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Little baby drapery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord very well I have we shall ignore the, eyes the coughlings for now but should they arise in arms against us we will put them down and perhaps <laughs> grab a sample have these bodies all been checked 
we made it what about halfway before we uh, were interrupted. You were you were nearly done. Um, yeah. yeah. Nothing we'll had turned up so far. And move on. Um, Tuxus sort of goes to one of the shattered uh, carpets and begins collecting it into a pile, and he says, "Does one of you have enough room in their packs to?" to Hold on to these carpet pieces. They, they might prove to be a useful reagent in a future project. You know, yes. Yeah. If it'll stop you <laughs> from talking about the carpets or writing about them, just put it in my bag. Okay, so he begins basically taking all the shattered icy pieces of a whole carpet and dropping them into your... Do you have a bag oh. of holding or is it just a regular bag? No, it's just a regular bag. Okay, so it starts to fill up. It's starting to occupy a lot of space. Yeah, we don't need the whole carpet, do we? As much as we can carry, perhaps I can piece it back together, at least for an anatomical um, recreation. It's a rug. I can buy you one if you'd like it when we're this out This is here. not just any rug. It, it must be explained why these magical, normally anim- inanimate objects made um, uh, somewhat sentient through magical means, but still an inanimate object at its core, in a place like this, functional? That is an aberration. Uh, I should like to study the nature of this thing so I can be sure of what I found. Maybe there's a secret here that can be of use to um, the mortal race in the future. It's for science and and magic. Please. Uh I'm going to awkwardly squeeze by and take position behind Varel holding Nash's foot as the elves (laughs) have their conversation. (laughs) I have no problem floating up there still. It's fine. It's like a balloon. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't take any juice. Just, you know, it's the only magic I have. I may as well enjoy it. off the walls as he goes by. Yeah, whatever. I'll reach my hands out, kind of, you know, make sure I'm not smacking into stuff. All right. Um, Well, Tungsten, you know, gets as much as he can. He puts some in his own pockets, and then he goes to Union, who also indulges her uncle by allowing him to put pieces in her pack. And between the three of you, you've got enough carpet pieces for one whole carpet. Folded up and, and, and all that. They're in, they're in a lot of small pieces. The hope really obliterated it. Yeah, but some of them are icy, and now my back's getting a little wet. This is annoying. That's true. That's a true thing you said. So I they ran... Are, they are thawing. I ran around the corner here, and basically that was the end, right? I didn't see any other way. Uh, yeah, briefly you went through and saw some some broken sarcophagi, and then there was nothing further that you noticed. Cool. All right. Well, then I'll start leading us all back to the demon hallway. Okay. And it looks like there's a little ledge here, so I could even kind of like... Uh, I guess there'd be another ledge up another level. So basically what I want to do is from this distance at this extreme, I will take the skull light and shine it down. And as I see it here on the map, revealing the demon statue to all. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of from safety. So it doesn't see you, but you shine a light on it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this demon statue staring at you from the end of the hall. So just for our listeners benefit, they went back to the main room uh, from where the carpet was, the three floors, the sarcophagus and the exit north and that exit north. You could see a stone statue perched on the ledge in the next room of a demon horns and 
big old ugly head and like talon feet and thick, thick, short, stout body sort of kneeled up, perched on the ledge. It's unmoving. Look, for real, it doesn't matter how sneaky you try to be on this thing. It is a hallway that it is looking down. I say we just let what happens, happens. Very well. And what I'll do is um, I will advance to the corner here and place the skull with the light shining down the hall. Oh, okay. So let me make a light source here for you. It's external to you. I think this should work here. Alright. Let me know if that works. Yeah, that should that should make light, right? Awesome. Yep, seems to work. Yeah, it's worth working. Alright. Cool. And I will use that light. I will crawl on all fours to keep my shadow low so I'm below where the light is shining, so it's not casting on the demon statue itself. And I will take myself down to the end of the hall. Okay. And take a look. So you no longer have a light source on you though, right? Correct. Uh, so I gotta turn that off so you don't have that anymore. Alright, so you move down to the end of the hall and you peer around the corner and in, in the darkness it's difficult to see. But you see that the hallway moves left and you think you see another outline of another statue uh, leading further, uh, leading in this sort of room that's about 20 feet by 20 feet. Um, there's a ledge on the side with the two statues and then the hallway continues on with more crypts. Okay. To the left, to the west. Hmm. All right, I'll, I'll bring it on back. I'll pick up the skull and yeah. uh, basically kind of gather the group around and say, there are two statues that are positioned around certain bodies. This may be the place we're looking for. I would have us be ready. All right. In that case, Union, keep an eye on your uncle. And Stanley will, instead of watching the back, get him as you command, Salali. All right. I will take the light source down and basically, I kind of position myself at the front of the stairs here. Because mm-hmm. I, I assume I'm going to go up, yeah, interfere so with the bodies. There's two stone statues on the left and right side of this um, uh, elevated platform with stairs going up about a foot or two. Um, and there are two crypts behind the statues and the passage to the left. So you can address the statues from the bottom of the stairs if you wish. I'll make a little bit more room for everybody to kind of file in so uh, everyone's ready to rock should okay. statues Nash, be more than Nash statues. is still being dragged along. If he's all right with it. Yeah, totally fine. I can't see anything anyway, so <laughs> you can uh, you now. can now because Varel has the Varel has the skull light. Yeah, but is it just like a? St- I mean, I know he's there, but I'm not. Re- I mean, what do I see? Oh, is it, is it not? Is it not working? Yeah, you can see if you look at the map. Oh, now I can. It didn't refresh. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't okay. see. No, it's okay. It's okay. It didn't yeah. refresh. <laughs> I was in the black for so long. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. 
Yeah, but I'll still float, I guess is what I'm saying. I feel like I'm yeah. at a vantage point here. If something goes down, I'm actually in a better position. Yeah, to do you've something. got the high ground. Yeah. Anakin. <laughs> uh, what do you get? So you, all four of you are standing before the statues. Statues are unmoving in stone. Hmm. All my normal urges don't work here. <laughs> my goodness. I yeah, want to check for magic and see if to these... pick up and try. Yeah, I can't really know. do you anything. You haven't tried licking a statue yet. That's you true. Still do that. You know what? I actually would do this. Um, not lick it, but I'll float over. <laughs> I'll float over to this statue yeah. and just get a better look of it, like up close. Do I do I see sure, any like sure. recent? I don't know signs of movement or activity or. It's a stone ass stone statue in the shape of a nasty looking demon. Um, you know, it's, it's stocky and, and muscly and has like big fingernail claws and, and you know, talony feet. And um, it's unmoving. It's stone without touching it. Like to the to sight, it looks like stone. Doesn't smell like anything. Hmm. All right. I would say that. Just doesn't smell like anything. I'd say. <laughs> I feel like Bo is trying so hard to just convince us this is a regular stone statue, but after playing Elden Ring, that's terrifying to me. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, clearly, it's also communicated to you that I made a token for it. Like, it's not like it's part of the artwork of the map. So you're looking at that going like, that's a token. That's an activatable object. That's not here. Like, that's just the meta game of it, right? Yeah. But I'm telling you, your your appraisal of these things are that they are unmoving stat. Your characters look at them; they're nasty, they're concerning, they're statues. I think that they uh, they mark importance to these two bodies. So I'm gonna go up the steps, take a look at both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look at both of them; they seem. Like the other, you know, skeletons you've seen. Not the ones in the sarcophagus that seem to be more elaborately bandaged, but skeletons. I will give a foot a wiggle on Mm -hmm. one of them and then look at the statues. (laughs) (laughs) No change. Thumbs up to the rest of the group. Some real Bruce Campbell going on here. Did they have any rings? I'll do an investigation. On the one I'm standing by. Just visual or with touch? Uh, just visual as I kind of lean over and look at the body. It would be okay. an eight. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, never you, mind. A three. They look the same. You see no rings or objects. Just plain old skeletons lying there peacefully. Give a little shrug to Stanley. Seeing a shrug, Stanley goes up to look for himself. Not entirely sure Varel knows what to look for. You see the same thing I described to the others. Okay. Or to Varel. Skeletons laying peacefully. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Then I will jump down and start leading us further. So I, I see we have more buys ahead. So basically, I will advance, kind of make a blockade of my body. So for inspection behind me, and as that completes, I'll advance 
Yeah. These inspections are quick because they're not bandaged, so looking over the corpses takes a few minutes thoroughly check everything and you've checked a lot of them so um, you can advance and we'll just assume everything's checked as you move forward either by you and Tungsten will definitely be doing a second go over of everything as you guys go by cool that'd be my first stop yeah all right so you see there's four there's four crypts uh, down this hallway and the hallway then turns right to the north to the left in an alcove you see another one of those demon looking statues uh, at the, you know, capping the hall, essentially. Mm. As inspections are complete, I will advance. Okay, so you turn, you turn to the right, and you find yourself looking down another hallway with six more crypts, three on either side, moving about uh, 30, 40 feet to the north before the room seemingly opens a little bit into another one of these smaller rooms that you've come across cool cool if i advance to the third blockage yep. there yeah right, do we'll yep. go to there okay everyone's moving so politely on the roll 20 map yeah you move and you, you notice there's another opening to a map now judging by your light you can see that there's an exit to the northeast of the room and you can see that you can make out again the edges of another statue. In this room, the floor goes down one floor, and you see another crypt and another sarcophagus. The um, ten skeletons you've examined in this stretch of hallway having nothing of interest on the bodies. All right, I'll take a step into the room here. Uh, give a little motion that we have more bodies that way. And then I would put down the skull and kind of illuminate the area, assuming I'm the one to lift the sarcophagi lid down here and jump on down. Okay, do that then. Uh, strength roll, please. All right. It's an athletics check, I should say. Sorry, hang on. Natty 20. Nice. So this one you can lift, uh, you can hood it up, you can do whatever you want with it. Put it on your back, use it as a weapon. Yeah, it's now your shield. Yeah, nice tower shield. <laughs> uh, but no, you lift it up and, uh, you, you know, uh, Nash is currently being led around by his foot, so he's not really, you had a thing going, but uh, I don't know if Nash wants to continue. <laughs> or not. I, have no, a good time. I have no problem being pulled around. I feel like I'm, I really am in a better position to see, maybe even see something bad coming if it's lit, you know, like, yeah. Should have an advantage up here, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm doing um, it. I got it one-handed up. You know, I'm kind of leaning mechanic style, and then I look for Nash and kind of give him my... Uh, you see another bandaged individual in this, uh, well, the rotted corpse. I will I will come down for that. I'll notice he's beckoning me. I'll come down and do my, my search. Uh, you want me to roll anything? Uh, yeah, me roll your investigation, please. Alrighty. See if I can have the worst roll day of my life. And if it continues. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, 19, not bad. Right, not that it matters in this case, but. You look around for, uh, you know, an object of interest, the ring in particular. Um, after 10 minutes of thoroughly searching the body from floating. So you're floating kind of upside down, like your, your legs are in the air and your, your arms are down because you're, you're in the floating mode. Um, you don't see anything of interest apart from. You notice this corpse is wearing sandals. Oh. 
like these, you know, they, they, the, the, the thread between the big toe and the second toe. Yeah. And the sandals are in pretty good condition. They're wearable. Get yourself some shoes. Um, yeah, I would, I would take those out. You have a pair. Of, you have a pair. Of, like they, they look old and they're, they're stylized. They're, they're made of a leather, but somehow these got preserved and they're in great shape. Um, you have a pair of leather sandals. All right, I'll put them in my bag. So I'm not actually of wearing them. Design like, like design with swirls and magical sort of triangles and, and things of that nature on it. For now, I'll put them in my bag. I'm wearing my secret spike steel-toed boot thing at the moment. Okay. I don't want to take. But those for on. the beach, you have sandals. Yeah, I have beach sandals. Plus, they're probably magical, and they probably don't work in here. So, I'll just put them away. All right, there's your sandals. Awesome. What are they called? Anything special? Just you have a pair of leather sandals. Just leather sandals. Just, All right. Yeah. I'll make a note. Okay. All right. Inspection complete. I'll lower it back down. All right. You lower the sarcophagus, and it makes a tune as you close it shut. All right, looks like we got some more bodies around, but uh, for my participation's sake, I will find the choke point of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so you find now that there's an exit to the northwest and an exit uh, to the uh, northeast and an exit to the east in this room. Hmm. Right, I'll inform Stanley of this, and I'll take the west exit down there, so I'll advance to here. Okay. All right, perfect. Checking corpses along the way. I'll say hope yep. if you don't mind. I'll and then I'll raise up and she can pull me again. Yeah, and then hope <laughs> will start leading Nash along. Okay. Uh, Tungsten stops and says, uh, "Do we not? Do we not want to check the, the rooms over this way? Or send someone there?" Well, traditionally, it's not great to split up as you just saw, but uh, true, true, true. Very well. He doesn't get much complaints from him. He's, he again opens up his notebook and begins scribbling some notes in it as we walk. And then he sort of looks from his notebook and checks the corpses as you guys go. You guys find no no objects of interest on these four skeletons in the crypt leading east. Uh, you're now at a point where the hallway turns to the left and you see an empty crypt without a, without a skeleton on it. Probably one of the first you've seen. Hmm. Um, All right. I will uh, take us to the end here of this hallway for the main room. So you peer down the hallway, and this hallway leads to a larger room. Um, I have to see what you can see here. Um, So you see that there's a pillar blocking your way, uh, looking down the hallway. But behind it, there's a appears to be up on the ledge a a large seat, almost throne-like, up upon the ledge. And you see a skeleton sitting. Uh, it's not a skeleton, but like a fleshy corpse, but like rotted. You can just see the hands on either side and maybe a foot peering through the darkness, sitting, you know, sitting in complete darkness on the seat. Hmm. Do I see rings on the hands? Can't tell from this distance. All right, I will... Uh... There is a de- the, the the being is wearing a kind of a, a large robe, though you can tell. You okay. can see the sleeves dangling off on the throne. So, from my current vantage point, as I approach, looking behind a pillar at this thing that's kind of dividing it, 
naturally the pillar would get larger and I'd be able to see less of the figure. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have to sort of sneak into the room and then turn to the left or right to get a good look at it. Yeah, that's what, so that's what I'm going to try to do is uh, advance and, and avoid putting the light on the body's face and really try to see if those hands have a ring so on So you're going to like muffle the light kind of as you advance? Yeah, like I guess it's I in could... the skull, so you could put it under your armpit or something like that, and make it so that it shines less. Yeah, and I, I could even I could like use two fingers or pat a hand over the eyeball and kind of make yeah. a nice little sliver. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm gonna try to do. Okay, well you can do that easily. Um, are you approaching with stealth, or are you just shining less light? Yeah, I want to approach stealthily to here and see if I can get a, a view. Make your stealth roll. Twenty-five. All right. Um, so, okay, you're successfully stealthy and very quiet, and you move into the larger room. As you, I'm just going to place your token here, let's say, so you can just see. So, as you look, you get a better look, and there is indeed a skeleton, sort of a skeleton with a, he has a lot of flesh. It looks more like a corpse, um, more zombie-like, uh, just sitting on the chair, like completely motionless. It has no lips. Its teeth are are, are like. You know, maybe it has like six teeth. Its mouth is sort of agape a little bit. It appears to have um, its eyes closed, so that it does have fleshy eyelids. You also notice to the left of it a second seat and the second being sitting upon a throne. And this one looks more skeleton-y. Um, but what's interesting is that uh, it ha- he has a crown of uh, very dirty jewels embedded in his head. Like, not a separate thing, but there's this crown of jewels in his head. And this one wears more of like an, looks what looks like um, armor regalia, uh, old and full of holes, p- patchwork chain link and leather. Um, but again, very ornate with, with, with crystals embedded into the leather as well. And you see these sort of two, um, different than all the other ones, uh, old rotten corpses sitting in chairs. As well as there's a, a, another one of those stone statues in the alcove to the right of it. Okay. Any uh, any rings on the hands of these? Uh, as you take a close look and you see no rings on their fingers, on their bony, bony, fleshy fingers. All right. So I'll kind of do like a count on my fingers. One, two, and point and try to get the group to sort of snake behind me as we enter the room. So I would end up about here would be my idea that, and then everyone else can kind of file in behind me. Okay, ping that again. Be right about here would be my okay. thought. Okay. Making room for everybody else. And I love a good old fashioned dungeon like this. It's great. Okay, uh, and so Tungsten and Union also come into the room. Uh, and as, as you as you enter into this room fully and, and move in, um, uh, Tungsten's going to stand here and, and look, and he looks around and he goes, "I have a sense something's amiss." 
And then in everyone's mind, a voice arises like a tide washing up into shore. And it says, Hello, my guests. Shit. Sounds litchy to me. Do not be afraid. Okay. You say that <laughs> telepathically or in out loud? I say that out loud. Please come and grant me the kindness of your attention. You feel sort of a pulling to the eastern exit of the room. I guess I'd look at uh, Tungsten and Stanley as the... They've all... Everyone's heard this. Tungsten's eyes are wide. He's staring down the east doorway. Alright, I'll I'll lean and see if he's looking at anything particular. Alright, and you... Okay, so just so that you look down, you lean towards and you see... um, A room... This room filled with large black tentacles... And you think you make out the shape of humanoid figures standing, but the light isn't strong enough from where you are to really make it out. And Tungsten says, We're in grave danger. But it just said it wanted to just talk. We knew we were going to end up in grave danger eventually. That's Yes. Uh, Come, let me find out more about my new friends. Enters everyone's mind. Is uh, S- Tungsten begins slowly stepping backwards up the stairs. Tungsten, Is- you stay still. Stanley would move to intercept him. Okay, so you capture him and he's leaning back into you. His body is shaking. Is this you? I I would say to the voice pointing at the mass of tentacles. No. Come to me. Come and see me. Follow my voice. And the voice pulls you to the east. Or, you know, you feel you feel the pulling, you feel like telepathic eastern pull, for lack of a better word, just a psychological like. Everyone, okay. Um, let me do something, and Hope will pull out her rope and tie a little bit around everybody's waist so that everybody's connected. All six of you are going to tie a rope around each other to make, like, a rope chain? Yeah. Okay. You tie a knot. You tie 50 feet of rope. Will that cover everybody? Probably 50 feet. That's a lot of feet. It is a lot of feet, but I figure... 
maybe two feet per per. Yeah, okay. Like two? No, it would be more than two feet. It's like four feet. You can get six people onto a fifty-foot rope, I think. But you probably all have to be like within a square of each other. Yeah, we'd need basically need to be in a line. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. fifty feet, and if you assume, you know, a wrap <laughs> around each body, like, yeah, it'd be like that. Or uh, we could do it around the hands, and it's loose, so everyone could pull out should they need to. I think that's probably a better go. idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're not going to tie it around everyone. You're just going to uh, have the rope there, like a tug of war rope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's 50 feet. So I'm just going to draw one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. That would be how long the rope was. So, yeah. <laughs> just, drop, just drop it there. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep it there for measuring. If we need it. Yeah. All right, so everyone grabs on. Everyone, Tungsten doesn't grab onto the rope. He, he's a little slack-jawed, and he's sort of staring to the east. Tungsten, tie this around your wrist if you're not going to grab it. He's not responsive. Union says, Uncle, listen to Hope. And he begins, he begins, eyes like unblinking, he begins moving forward down the hallway. Oh, I reach geez. out and grab him. That's why I was behind him. All right, uh, grapple check, please. Was that athletics contest basically yep. right? Yeah. I don't ever do these because I'm bad at them. Uh, but he's also an elf, so maybe he's bad at them too. Fourteen. Yeah, you grapple him, but he's pulling from you—not violently or harsh, but he's walking. He's his body's in loco, trying to be in locomotion. It's taking it a lot of effort to keep him under control. Do not be afraid, my friends. Then stop trying to force someone to you. Let him go. I am not forcing anyone. I have the answers to all of your needs. If only... You'll be my friend. Come and meet me. Now, Varel, as you are staring, you're staring, you're staring, are you still standing uh, in, in the middle of this room, staring down the eastern hallway? Yeah, doing the body block kind of thing, um, you know, manning the hall. All right, as you stare out, you see sort of this light open up at the end of the tunnel and get wider. And this light, it's telepathic light, so it's not, no one else is actually seeing any of this light. And what you see before you is a giant desert of sand. And you see large waves of creatures to hunt. Oh, jeez. Sand sharks. Bye, everybody. It's- Saber-toothed tigers. Make an intel- make <laughs> Everybody's an intel- so happy. <laughs> See ya. Make, make an intelligence saving throw. Seven. Your mind succumbs to whatever is happening to you, and you step forward into a land of sand. Burrell, or uh, Hope is immediately going to go for Burrell begins walking forward. And as Burrell... Be- tackle. For, for, as Varel, as you go to tackle one of the corpses seated in the chair, uh, 
you can tell the voice immediately comes from it as you hear this sort of creaking and it goes you fools get away from the door stand back and another voice comes up and says yes stand back from the door lest you lose your soul same voice different voice Two different voices. The two the two corpses begin speaking to you as uh, th- they move, uh, as their heads move. Um, Hope, do you still want to grab hold of Varel? She's gonna go for his tail. Okay, you go. You, so you reach out, not looking. You can just see his tail as he passes through the doorway, and um, it's a strength contest between you and Varel. Well, don't we all have a rope? Can't we all yank on the rope, all of us against Varel? Uh, yeah, Varel's let drop the rope. Oh, shit. Am I raging for this? You weren't raging. No, no, you are. Well, you're you're essentially in a charm state. Important to know in case you have some effects that counter charm. Uh, Yeah, you're sort of in a fugue state, really. You don't really know what's happening here. So so just roll a strength. Actually, I guess you couldn't roll... There wouldn't be any willpower behind it, so just your bait. Like, what's your? It's ten plus whatever the modifier is for your passive. So, what's your passive athletics? Twenty. <laughs> really? Wow. Plus ten to athletics? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's why I do that stuff all the time. Yeah, you'll have to be the twenty. Hope. I got an eight. I didn't. All right. Um. It, yeah, he's very strong, and and he slips. This tail slips from your hand easily, and you stop because you're afraid to go around the corner. Varel, you begin walking further and further down the hallway, and you see, um, you see before you, sort of as you blink, you blink away from the sand, and you see a bunch of people wrapped in tentacles, and a giant eye staring at you, embedded into the wall. Then you, you get a moment of panic as you see. Then you blink again, and then you're back in the sand desert, and you step forward and walk into the room with the light so everyone can, can kind of peer around and just getting a quick look. But if anyone's peering around getting a quick look, something like sort of sears, and you blink and you sort of lose it, and with fear, you step away, and Varel gets lost into a mass of uh, humanoids uh, in this room of tentacles. Now, that's sort of a cinematic place to end on since we're at 7 p.m. Uh, maybe we, we stop it there. Yeah, I think Varel. probably... That's a good it place. Is to the mind, uh, mind magic. I love it. No, it's a great place to stop. Uh, also, just a reminder. You guys, you guys all see that room, by the way? Yeah. No. A very handsome. Yeah. Oh, I got to move. Yeah, oh my uh, lord! Don't 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 put your token in there. I'm not. I'm going over here. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you can't go over there. That's how we're. Oh, is that term. all right? Put me back wherever. I I never want to oh, see yeah. that again. It was horrible in there. All right. Uh, next week we'll find out what's. Oh, in you there. can't. Oh, yeah, you can't see in there. I see. That's what. Okay, you just move there and have a look. Yeah, I don't have. I can just tell. Did Varel have the skull? Did he walk in there with the light source or is the? Skull yeah, yeah. I am yeah, in the dark out here. Well, if I let go of the rope, could we make an argument? I drop the light. Oh, yes, that's true. Good You're, point. Good point. You probably point. did. Point of order. Point of order. All right. <laughs> well, I would be. I'd still be with uh, wherever Hope is anyway. So, she's still holding my leg. Yeah. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, here's the deal, though. We'll be back next time, and we'll see how this fight goes. Uh, so you're going to want to return and be here for that. 
in the meantime, if you haven't not yet done so, maybe uh, head on over to our website. There will be dungeons.com and throw a little support money our way. We have our own little setup and it's really easy to use. Tells you all the details and you just have to log in to see it. We're also doing a bonus show today and those people get that thing a week early. They'll get it today uh, where we answer a bunch of your questions about previous runs and other stuff we've been doing. And uh, if you haven't submitted any questions, anybody can do it at the site. There will be dungeons.com. There's a form right there. You just pop your name and your question in and you're off to the races and we don't use any of that info for anything but the questions. So uh, go check that out. We'd love it. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for me, for John, for Bo, for Kristen, for Kyle. And for all of you. Oh, I haven't been playing this. And for wait, and for all of you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.